sounds like I fell down a You're That's listening good. to the Heavy Straight Checklist off YouTube, Podcast. Man. These sound effects are just getting intense. Uh, guys, welcome to the Heavy Checklist Podcast. As you can see, we are really stepping up our game around here. We got all kinds of sound effects that DJ Marcus Wing has pulled from like YouTube, from our TV show. And uh, nice work, buddy. I love it. Yeah, thank you. I'm really, I'm really just, pushing just, the limits here. I just here, did the cardinal buddy. sin, dude. I called you. You know, buddy. I hate that. I know, man. Yeah, you did it. Where, uh, I just, I'm so used you did to it calling in front people of everybody. Buddy. You know what, though? It is, it is pretty degrading. It's a, de- it's a derogatory term to a man. Depends yeah. on where you're from. Well, True. I mean, if you're like from Roosevelt, Utah, and you're, hey, bud, I mean, that I get that, but Sparks, you don't call people buddy, buddy, man. I do. I call a lot of people buddy, but it's not derogatory. It's just an easy out. It's just like a quick, like, it's an easy out. It's like, like hey, a I don't dude know your name. or a yeah, man. Buddy, your best friend. Yeah, hey, yeah buddy. exactly. Hey. Anyways, so, uh, hey, buddies that are listening to the podcast, uh, when I say that, it's not derogatory. <laughs> nice. Um, obviously, we are back with another episode of the Heavy Checklist. Uh, my name is Heavy D, aka Dave Sparks. Uh, I have a TV show on Discovery Channel. I'm a social media personality influencer. I'm a businessman. I'm a family man. I'm a monster truck driver. I'm a. Uh, <laughs> Okay. When you get thrown back in your seat, yeah, you're hammered go. down. Yeah. Man, nothing like that. Oh, I like I this. I just got to know, Tom, tell me, did I pass? Not only did you pass, but we want you to be a part of the Monster Jam World Yeah, Final. that's right. That's right after the first time I ever drove a monster truck, actually. You uh, queued me up with the monster truck dude, driver. No, that was perfect. Tom Mentz put me in his truck and said, give it a rip. And I did it. My first race pass, full speed, never had any training in front of like a packed stadium, Sam Boyd Stadium for World uh, Finals. So that was fun. And speaking of Monster Jam, um, other than, you know, my standard co-host and, and partner here, uh, DJ Marcus Wing, we have my Monster Jam crew chief and just like good dude all around, Mr. Four. Four. You are bothering me. I turned that key and dropped this rock a little early and it's still billions dead. Even you can't stop that. I am Thor, son of Odin. And as long as there is life in my breast, I am <laughs> running out of <laughs> Bro, you don't even need to talk. That yeah, was that, it. That was perfect. That was Dang. on point. I'm actually my Snapchat is son of Odin. Is it really? Yeah. I, that actually makes a lot of sense. <laughs> uh, Thor, a.k.a. Josh Lomnick, um, is my crew chief for the Brodozer. He works for Feld Entertainment, um, who is the company that actually puts on Monster Jam. They actually own all the trucks, and they uh, they send them out on the road. We show up, drive them, break them. Thor fixes them, gets it ready for the next show. That's it right yes sir um and outside of thor we also have uh, another special a guest just say a guest Don't special call guest. me special <laughs> Mishka, Mushka, mickey mouse uh, mr no. hans peterson uh <laughs> the man himself yeah that hans is my assistant for those of you I, he, I don't think he likes to be called my assistant but he's like my right hand man right hands man anyways Mother yeah Mother uh, hen. Mother hen. Mother hen. He's the dude that knows me probably the best out of anybody. Marcus has known me the longest, but Hans uh, spends the most time with me uh, right now. Like anytime we're on the road, basically anytime we do anything, Hans is there and he's making shit happen. I know so, too much about you. I know you do. So Job that's security why you, that's is what why that's you can never, never yeah. leave. Yeah, I know. I would think so. That works both ways, though. <laughs> Yeah, think about uh, that. They got you on that. One. There's so, some pictures we don't know about that are floating out there somewhere. Of both of us. So, guys, I am super pumped about this episode. It's about something we've been working towards putting together for a while now, having Thor as our guest. And Thor is actually, I haven't known him for too long. We met back in January yep. um, at my first Monster Jam show for this uh, season. It was back in Tampa. 
And uh, my you know regular crew chief, um, Daniel, basically came to me and said, hey, this is Thor. We're training him, you know, obviously to learn how to, because working on the Brodos are totally different than working on other monster trucks. Yes, it is. It's like a totally different experience. It's a whole so, animal. Yeah, you got you to know how to obviously work the computer, work the tuning, work the diesel engine. And so they've been training Thor to do that. And uh, he's out here in Salt Lake this week, helping us prepare for something that I've been hinting about quite a bit in the last couple of podcasts and Instagram posts. And I can't tell you what it is yet, but it's coming. It's coming soon. And it's going to be amazing. So we're out here doing some Beyond testing. Beyond amazing. Yeah, I doing, think. out here doing some testing with the truck. <laughs> Thor showed up, and uh, yeah, it's going to be pretty groundbreaking. So we're excited for that. Um, but the reason why Thor stands out to me and why I feel like he's a good guest for the podcast is because tonight we're not going to talk about monster trucks. We're not going to talk about um, really anything. I mean, we might talk about trucks a little bit, but you guys know if you listen to the podcast, we don't really talk about trucks very much. We talk about life and how to make yourself better. The purpose of the podcast, we call it the heavy checklist because we like to leave you with checklist items that you can take away from this to go make yourself a better person. And put into your daily life. Yeah, exactly. So after I met Thor, to help you guys understand how this worked, um, you know, we met whatever. We had a great show, that first show in Tampa. I ended up actually being the event champion. So Team Brodos were one. That was pretty awesome. That uh, was really cool. And, uh, you know, after that, went home, flew home. But, uh, you know, I followed him on Instagram right after that. And I was shocked because this big dude, I mean, when you meet Thor at first, you're kind of, I don't want to say you're quiet, but you're stoic. You know, you're just kind of like, he's a big dude, long hair, got a beard. People are set back and I've been told I'm intimidating. Yeah, I could see how that might be. I was going to say that you come off as an intimidating dude. Your name is Thor. Yeah. Yeah. I introduce myself as Josh most of the time. Now I've been more of a whole, hey, I'm Thor, Josh, whatever you want to call me. Yeah, it's, it's going to get to the point where you're Thor. You are 100% <laughs> Thor, and there's no way around it. Um, but when we first met, you weren't – I saw a different side of you on, on social media that I didn't get a chance to see in person simply because we didn't have enough time together at the right. event. Um, but, man, I got home, and my wife was like, what the hell are you watching? Because I just was watching video after video, and I'm like, it's Thor. It's the dude, my crew chief. Like, there's – like, he is not a mechanic. He is like – a dude, he is like I'm a normal like a, person, dude. That's no, but you're a motivational person. You're a happy person, and most you, of the time, exactly. <laughs> so, Thor, um, dude, you surprised me when I started following your Instagram because uh, you put yourself out there big time in a lot of ways. And at first, I was just watching some of your videos. It was like, dude, I just had a great workout. It's a good day. I want you like you were spreading this positive message that really didn't have any like. It was no specific. It wasn't aimed anywhere. Yeah, it wasn't aimed at was anyone or anything. Right. It was just like, you know what? Make the best of your day. That's it. And I started watching more and more, and there was like a recurring theme. They were all like, look, I don't care what you're going through. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to be happy, but look for the bright side in life. That's yeah. pretty much your It your doesn't MO. matter. We all go through the pains and struggles. Exactly. You know? So if, if you can just take it and just build from it, build on it. Yeah. You know? So I learned, you know, I messaged you after that, like, dude, this is super cool. And I wanted to share, obviously, some of your stuff on my Instagram. And I did. And I knew that if I liked it as much as I did, there had to be other people out there that enjoyed it like I did. I'm actually still surprised you actually dug into it. Yeah, man. It still blows my mind. Dude, so am I. I think one video popped up and I was like, I just was so taken back that this was the dude that I just met. Because it's, it's, you know, it goes to show that people are like very rarely what you expect them to be. Right. And like when you see somebody like at first glance, like, dude, you cannot judge a book by its cover. Not Cause if people all. judged your book by your cover, they'd be like, he's quiet and intimidating, but dude, like give him, give him a lot. I mean, a couple minutes. day or however long it takes, <laughs> like yeah. bam, he comes out of his shell. So what's unique about you, Thor is, um, your intentions in, in spreading this positivity. It goes two ways. It's to help you through some of your own personal battles that you deal with. 
and also to help yeah. other people who might be battling with either similar issues or even sometimes non-related, just life stuff. Just we all go through stuff. Right. Um, but, uh, you know, after I messaged you, I found out that you have battled with depression, right? Yes. How long has that been? Mm, I'd say it started younger. Um, we can go deep into that if you want. Yeah, I mean, that's I the mean, thing, dude. Here, here's the deal. Depression is depression is something that I personally do not fully comprehend. I don't and, understand it either. Dude, over the last few I mean, years, I, I've started to realize how it affects so many people that I love and care about. I, and then I found out that it's so common, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a big thing. It's, it can it's be an, anything. Right? You can just, you can, like, just having any type of sad feeling or, um, like, fatigue, being tired all right. the time. Yeah. That's, that can be a sign of depression. Yeah, a lot of people that are depressed just sleep a lot, right? Yeah. I've actually... I've gotten so depressed. I've laid on my couch for like a week straight. Lost my <sighs> job because of it. Because I'm like, I just don't want to be around the world. You have no drive, I, nothing, right? Like you nothing just, at all. No enthusiasm. Like no whatever. Nothing. That's cool. Not even take a shower for days. But it's not a choice. It's really not a choice. Well, it, it is a choice. I mean, not the it, depression part is not a choice. Right. The the coming out of it and being positive. That's the choice. Right. You can you can make yourself do because because technically, if we want to, you know, talk medically, it's a chemical imbalance. Right. Right. So yeah. it's it's a deal where. You, like low serotonin levels, right your, your brain doesn't have the ability to create enough serotonin or the serotonin receptors in your brain we've talked about this multiple times marcus you know a couple of podcasts ago was like what the hell serotonin and, and dopamine and these things right uh to you that's a big deal you know all about that because yeah. if your brain isn't producing it or it's not receiving it dude life you feel it life can get real weird real quick real rough um and so did you notice when you were younger like because i think with 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 depression it hits and then it goes away and then it hits and goes away. Did you notice mood swings? Yeah. And when you say younger, like how young uh, were you? And how old are you now? I'm 31 now. Um, you know, when I was a teenager, I was rebellious, obviously. I, I kind of grew up a little bit different as well. Um, right. My my father was a quadriplegic and he was like that my whole life. So I got. Wow. Yeah. How, what, were you conceived when he was a quadriplegic? Yes. Wow, think about that, dude. That's part of, that's nope. part of dude. Oh, wow, yeah, exactly. I, that's ran through I've my got mind. So many questions. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk exactly. later. Yeah, for sure. Exactly. It's weird, man. <laughs> that's, uh, that's like I kind of think that kind of messed me up for a while. Thinking about that, like, wow, like, how is that possible? Yeah, yeah. that's, that's exactly. there's a, there's a lot of. No, I want to say I was going to say a lot of moving. I was going to say there's a lot of moving parts, but there's a lot of non-moving parts that became moving parts to make that happen. Good for him, though, dude. (laughs) How many kids in your family? Uh, There was two of us. Two, you and a brother or sister. I had a sister. Okay, Um, so we'll get into this later. But something about families with lesser amounts of kids. I've I don't know if this is a thing or not, but I've always noticed that like only children or you know somebody like you who only has one sibling or something like that. There's a tendency to, uh, obviously you don't have that whole support group of like three or four brothers and sisters, you know what yeah. I mean? You don't have that, you're not, you don't have that crew that's always around you like a family would normally have. So I don't know how much that affects or, or, or is related to, you know, I don't know. They were pretty supportive growing sure. up and they were there. That's the thing. Like I, I just, I've seen people that come from big families, eight, nine, 10 kids. And I've seen people that come from one or two kid families. And I don't know if I've seen a pattern. I've just noticed that when you have a big family, you have a bigger support system. Right. So you, when you don't have a lot of brothers and sisters, you got to reach out and, and, you know, if your sister's gone or your dad's gone or your mom's gone, whatever, like you got to go find people to support you. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've done that a lot throughout life. I, and I think that's Honestly. probably why you've reached out a lot on social media, because not so, only are you reaching out to support people, but you get it in return. Exactly. Right? So talk to me about your childhood. Like what, um, 
what things did you notice or that you can actually, because, dude, I don't remember a ton of my childhood. I remember certain events. Oh, yeah, I don't remember too, too I don't much. remember how I felt at certain times, right. but there are a few key moments in my childhood that stand out that I'm like, yes, I remember that. That's ne- that memory's never going away. Anything like that from your childhood that you remember? Nothing too sad or depressing, honestly. So no major events, nothing, nothing that was like nothing, life-changing. N- nothing until I was about 17. Okay. And I mean, before then, I was just... Like I said, rebellious. I was a badass. Right. I didn't care. Uh, whatever. Let's have fun. Right. And then um, at 17, my sister, uh, she was 11 years older than me. She ended up passing away from pancreas and kidney failure. Oh, she had man. diabetes. I didn't know that. I'm sorry, yeah, man. I'm sorry, man. That's oh, there's a, there's a lot of death yeah. over here. It Ugh. really is. Um, so she was like, that's what I'm saying. Like that, That's a big part of your support group. Yeah. And she's yeah, 11 years she old went, than you? And she was 11 years old. I remember okay. coming home from school. My mom, I knew she was in a hospital. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I just didn't think nothing of it. And so my mom just looked at me. Yeah. And I just started tears. I'm like, nope. Jeez. Nah, there's no way. There's no way. that she, She's like, I'm sorry. She's gone. I'm like, are you kidding me? And I just freaked out <sighs> cried. How uh, long did she battle with it? Uh, she was diagnosed at eight, I believe. So something she kind of fought with her whole life. Yeah. But it just. She died at 28. It escalated so fairly quickly before she died, yeah, I guess. She, she could have probably taken a lot better of herself, to be honest with you. Oh, as far as health and stuff? Yeah. Like, that, that's a big thing. Diabetes, you have to take care of yourself. Right. If, yeah. Like, if you party and you don't control your insulin and right. the times, it can get bad really fast. Exactly. Yeah, I've noticed that a bunch. We're actually getting ready to, we partnered up with a group called the JDRF, and it's the Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation. Right. And they're basically, their whole goal is to help uh, kids with type 1 diabetes learn how to live and take care of themselves. That, that was those kids who was riding on the school bus the other day. Okay. Those are all kids who have diabetes. And dude, I'm holding this cute, like perfect, precious little four-year-old girl. And she's got diabetes, dude. I mean, she didn't do that. She so, didn't yeah, earn that. So innocent. Why? Yeah. Like, why? Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? It makes you question a lot. I'm sure you've had those questions a lot in your life. Like, why? Like, why my sister? Why take Why take that from me? Yeah. Like, that's... that's what that's, did she do? What did I do? Right, exactly. Yeah, I've Like, is this that. a punishment? Like, I think, I think a lot of times when things happen to us, we have a tendency to say... Did I deserve this? Or what did I do to deserve this? Yeah. You know what I mean? I've, I've done that. Yeah. I have. So at 17, man, that probably triggered a lot, right? Yeah. The 17, I, I, I won't lie. I, um, before then, I ended up dropping out of school. Yeah. And I was just did my own thing. You're from Florida? Yeah. Okay. Born and raised in Orlando. Yeah. And um, that same year, actually, 2004, my grandmother ended up passing away. Oh, she, was, she, was one, she was a rock. Yeah. She was my rock. She loved me to death no matter what. Like, she did anything I wanted. And this was but all. Well, I didn't use that to my advantage, but like now looking back, she did anything I asked, right, yeah. whatever. Like, <laughs> she used to rub my feet on command pretty much. Really? You know, I loved her to death. Did, like, you get that special connection with whether it's a grandparent or a parent, whatever. Yeah. Right? On the flip side of that, she had a colostomy bag. Oh, you guys know what those that are is. the worst. My cousin has one, dude. Oh, man. Is that a specialty type of Cheeto? We'll call it that. It's basically no. your. Uh, it's a bag that hangs from your stomach that yeah, collects all your poop. I, I was just joking. I knew I knew what it was. <laughs> it's brutal, dude. My cousin, I have a, a handicapped cousin who has one, and I've obviously never had to deal with it too much, but I've seen oh, as they've man. had to, like, <laughs> she, dude, she used to open it up on me. <laughs> oh, that's, yeah. She, I, uh, one of the, yeah. That's funny, It was dude. funny. It was like guys passing gas in the shop. You know, they laugh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They laugh at it. Oh it was something God. like that, bro. It was, it was rancid. <laughs> dude, that's awesome. That's, so, no, dude, that says a lot about you. Your relationship with your grandma, yeah, you guys it was were close enough to be like almost bros, you know. Yeah, yeah. so she passed. Dang. A- so she passed. Your sister passed. You're 17, 18, trying to figure out like 
what life. to do. Yeah, life. Yeah, pretty much. Like, what's next? Yeah, with jobs. You know, I, did, you know, I worked at uh, fast food joints and just random stuff throughout the years. Had you been diagnosed with depression at this point? No. I've actually died. I, I can't say I've been diagnosed, but because I, I was on a lot of medications right. um, prior to the death of them as well. Okay. I took a lot of medications. And I looked at my mom one day. I was like, um, this is too much. I don't want to yeah. be a zombie. I can't. I don't like it. Like the Prozac, the Ritalin, and yeah. all that stuff. I had a lot. I had a schedule, you know, in the morning, evening, afternoon yeah. types. Ugh. It was horrible. Dude, you know what's funny? That I thank my mom a lot. For not put like I when I was a kid I had ADHD bad right. I should have been on the doctors told her all the time like put that kid on freaking Ritalin put him on this and that my mom was like no no I'm just gonna yeah. let him I'm gonna let him work through his issues so I was always having problems at school dude I was getting yeah, kicked out of class my parents would have like heart to heart you know meetings with my teachers like once a week right but at the same time I was always in an advanced grade so when I grew up we had elementary school that was basically um, we had fourth grader for regular fourth graders. And then we had fourth grade for really smart fourth graders. And right. I was in the really smart programs from first through sixth grade. Okay. So I was, even though I had a horrible attention span, I was really bright. Everybody in my family went through that same program. We were all in this, you know, crazy advanced learning program. It was actually called Alps Advanced Learning Program something. Makes sense. And so, yeah, dude, I, I realized that, man, this is, I think my mom helped me realize at an early age that ADD and whatever that disorder I had was more of a superpower than a disorder. And so I'm grateful. Uses to your advantage. Yeah, I'm definitely. grateful that she didn't that she didn't put me on meds. And and obviously you know what meds do to you. Do oh, they're horrible. They'll, they'll zombie you out. Yeah. Like, like and then combining different medications together, it's just it's just not good. No. And I told her I'm like, look, I don't want to be a zombie. And I told her I'm not I'm not taking anything anymore. Yeah. And she's like, well, I can't tell you what to do. How old was this? I was around. I was like a year before. Scissor power. Probably sixteen. Okay, so I mid, was mid teens. Mid teens. You're yeah. already feeling like this crazy, like emotional roller coaster of yeah. like puberty and hormones and right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's crazy, man. So it was a lot. Um, obviously, at that point, the doctor had said that you needed this for that, this for this, all those different things. Mm-hmm. Um, so you knew that you had some sort of like imbalance. Yeah, in some oh, there was something you know different areas. Right. So how did you manage? You know being 17, 18, because here's the deal. You got to realize there's kids listening to this podcast that were your age, that are, that are, my that age. are your age. I have age. a lot of younger followers. Yeah, so you've got those 15, 16-year-old kids, especially through Monster Jam. You get tons of kids mm-hmm. that follow. All um, the time. You know, help them understand how you navigated those. And, and dude, to be honest with you, it's okay to admit your, your mistakes because those mistakes are what got you to where – to the point where you're able to like acknowledge the problem and recognize it. You know, I haven't, with, with acknowledging the problem, that, that wasn't something that happened a long time ago. That was very recent. That right. was last year. Yeah. I, I finally acknowledged everything yeah. and I wanted to, um, I wanted to change. Yeah. I wanted to change. And then I started doing my videos and I made my change. Right. Now, it's still, I'm still healing and I'm still right. making the change. I'm, you can always work on yourself. So you That's, battled through your late teens and your 20s. In my 20s. Dang, dude, that's... Yeah, it was so rough. If, I, <laughs> man, if nothing rough. else, if we could just help shorten that curve for somebody else yeah. listening to this by implementing a few of the strategies and things that you learned how to do. Like, dude, you've learned how to manage something that kills people. Yeah. And it's it's pretty impressive. And that's why I wanted to have you on the show because um, I don't think... I think a lot of people that, that are affected by this don't think there's a solution other than either meds or just living with it. And just dealing with it. Yeah, you have to live. I, I mean, I still have, have my down moments. And, right. I mean, I'll get a day, I'll just think, 
think to myself, man, what am I doing? This sucks. Right. But I'll correct, quickly correct my mind. I'm like, wait a second, just keep, stay positive. You have to stay positive, Josh. Right. You're amazing. You know, just keep going, keep moving. Can't you can't sit and dwell. And dude, that's that's like your superpower. To be honest with you, to be able to to be able to catch. I call it stinking thinking. When, when you're able to catch like that moment when you're starting to go down that rabbit hole of yeah. negativity, yep, and, catch and, and be like, "Well, I don't want to do this," and, and do then, it. dude, course correct that quickly. That to me is a superpower. Because I think I've said this on a couple of my videos. I've recorrected, you know, every five or ten minutes. Yeah, like you know, I'll start going good, and I'll start going down that downhill, yep. and just recorrect, just you know, continuously with the "I am positivity, I right. am love, I am abundance, I am, I'm great." How did you discover that that worked for you? How did you come across that? Honestly, um, the law of attraction, the manifesting, um, going into that a little. Um, Which we're big on here. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. But just telling yourself you love yourself and you, and you just speak the positivity and it makes you feel better. It gives you, I wouldn't say a high, but it just makes you feel better if you continue well, no, to it do is, it is a high it because is. dopamine is, I mean, <laughs> it's a drug. Yeah. yeah. It is. When you get that, especially somebody who has a disorder where you don't create enough of that, Dude, it's, you're getting a, a physical high, a chemical high in your brain, which it's not a bad high. It's a good thing. That's, yeah. that's the happy emotion. It's what you want. Yeah, exactly. That's what everybody, that's, dude, that's the reason why I work. I want to get a paycheck so that I can buy something that makes me happy. You know what I mean? Right. That's the reason we do everything. It literally drives every move you make. Um, and so when you, when you struggle with that, man, that's, that's got to be, uh, be something that, that's frustrating. Very so did you meet somebody? Did you come across some literature? You know, this was a year or so ago. So let's call it late twenties, early thirties. What, what, how did one day you're like, you know what? I can manage this. Well, d were you on medication through your twenties then? No. So you just, no, I, well, after the, the death of my grandmother, yeah. I fell off into a horrible spot. I went to a dark hole. Um, can I say I did a lot of drugs, dude? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. You can say <laughs> open up. That's right. the thing. Like we were very yeah, transparent. I mean, I'll, I'll I'll take you there. Um, right. I did. I started doing a lot of drugs. Yeah. Um, what kind of drugs? You're you, talking. You name it. Uh, just I've, across the board. Across the board. Yeah. Cigarettes. I, mean, I <laughs> never did. Never injected myself with anything. Dude, no. Nice. That's actually impressive. no heroin. That's impressive. No. But I did a lot. A majority. It's a good thing too, because now most people who get on heroin can't get off. Yeah. Now, honestly, I, I don't like, I, I don't like any of it, um, right. but I am for medicinal marijuana and for, for sure. um, medicinal mushrooms. Yeah. Psilocybin. Well, dude, what's cool is the FDA is actually doing the clinical three, trials. Yeah. On they're them. doing clinical trials the, on the, all that stuff. Yeah. The psilocybin I've seen is synthetic. I'm not really too sure on that right. situation. The natural fungus is actually pretty perfect you can microdose that and that would actually help with depression i've done a lot of yeah. research well dude if you if you <laughs> look if you look at so there's a lot of plant medicine yeah anything basically plant-based uh i'm a religious guy right. my religion uh teaches basically we're, we're mormon right um in mormonism there's some scriptures that talk about how pretty much every plant has a potential good use for us for it's a purpose, just, just, everything it's, it's we need depending is on how we use it. Like, right. You can go abuse marijuana by getting high all the time and being yep. a stoner and losing all your drive and ambition. But, dude, there's um, there's some Indian uh, medicines that I've learned about over the last couple of years. There's some friends of mine like uh, ayahuasca. Yeah. You ever heard of that? Yes. Ayahuasca. I actually won't lie. I would like to take a trip to the Amazon or wherever they do and have a shaman actually do the ceremony with I, me. I've I, got people here locally that can get you through, through a ceremony. I'd like to it's, do a ceremony. It's, it's becoming. It's becoming... 
it's working basically. Right. It's working. It's I've never personally more, done putting it. Putting you more in touch with mother nature and your roots. Dude, it, it's what grounding it's doing, people. It's crazy because when you talk about, we're going to dig into this a little bit real quick. And I wish Redbeard was here to talk about this because he knows this stuff really well. And he's proud of it too. Like he loves to talk about no, that's good. plant medicine. That's good. Um, but a lot of the stuff I've learned, I've learned through him, but ayahuasca is basically a bitter root. It's a plant. It's part of a plant that they grind up. Um, Indians have been using it for, you know, centuries. And what it does is it creates, um, kind of a psychedelic effect almost where I think it is. Yeah. When you drink it, it puts you in a state of mind. I think it's the, it's the DMT. DM, dimethyltryptamine. Yeah, di- dimethyltryptamine, which is, they call it the spiritual molecule. Yep, I which, got that booked. That's a good book. Really? Yeah, yeah dude, it's pretty cool stuff. I, in fact, I would, I would put that on your list. I'm going to put that as checklist <laughs> item number one. You may not know anything about any of this stuff. Do some homework that, on, what's the book called? The Spirit Molecule. Yeah, the Spirit Molecule. Um, dimethyltryptamine. It's honestly, it's frowned upon because nobody understands it. Right. It, it really is, which is unfortunate. Yeah, I think but it's... it's Open your mind to it. It doesn't mean you have to be in favor or against it. Just exactly. learn about it. That, that, that's opinion. my whole thing. I like to gain knowledge. Yeah. That, I love knowledge. Dude, so do I. That's, I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm like, my wife is always like, get off your phone, get off your phone. And she'll go over and she'll be like, oh, you're on Wikipedia again. Like, like I'm always, <laughs> always digging something. through. Yeah, just learning about something. Something random. And in fact, last night I was, I was researching, uh, of all uh, topics, cocaine, because we've been watching, dude, like the last three or four movies we've watched, people are like, doing like lines and lines of cocaine. I'm just like, what? The? That's like, a wild drug, man. Yeah. I've, I don't know anything about uh, it. That, that was a, a, a drug of choice of mine. Really? Honestly. So yeah. what I learned obviously from Wikipedia and I've, I've known about it, I've known about <laughs> it go, over the years. I'm not, I'm not naive to it, but um, the more you do it, the more you need it. Right. The more you want it. Yeah. The more you want it and the less it works. Yes. Like you have to take more and more to yeah, get the yeah. same buzz. Chasing right? the dragon. Yeah. Right. Chasing the dragon. That's, that's more. Well, that's more of a heroin thing. I think the lingo on that one. Yeah. Well, I'm from Idaho. We don't do it. <laughs> yeah, but you're, you're trying to chase, uh, chase the uh, initial high from it. Right. For sure. You want that same feeling because the first time you do it, you're, it's whoa, amazing. And then you just want more and more and more. And you just can't go back to it. You can't go back. Dude, I imagine somebody who struggles with depression, who already has low serotonin and dopamine levels, drugs got to be really appealing yeah. because it's giving you that And they, depl- they make you more depressed, man, because when you come right. off that high, like you want to sleep for a day or two, yeah. and then you're, you're just into, your brain's all jumbled and just, right. you don't know where, what's yeah. going on, really. I mean, you know what? You're coherent, obviously, but you don't, you don't know where your mind is. Right, exactly. You, know? you don't have that. You don't have any drive. You don't have any ambition. No. Um, no, no. So, I mean, that's the thing. Like, that's why drugs are bad for you because, yeah, they'll give you a temporary fix to whatever you're going through. Yep. But they, that's a reason that's a temporary fix. It, it creates more damage after you come down and your brain is actually like, because your body naturally wants to make these chemicals and keep a good balance. Mm-hmm. But when you spike it and you hit yourself with this crazy stimulant, your brain's like, okay, well, we're covered. We don't need that. Let's not make that. So it stops producing certain chemicals. And that's why a lot of these people that uh, have abused drugs over the years, you permanently damage yourself to the point where your brain's like, we're not going to create any more of that substance because- right. You, you, you either, yeah, you don't need it. What you've trained yourself to not need it, whatever you become dependent. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so well, I want to get back to the plant stuff, uh, the plant medicine, what I've learned about it in a minute, but I want to talk about what types of things you experienced, what you felt, what you went through when you went through this drug phase, because I'm guessing that wasn't just, you know, a, a short, you know, one month stint. It was no. probably a, a good part of your that younger was, years. Yeah. That was a few years. Um, I felt joy. I, I you know, yeah. I, I just wanted to be in a better place. Yeah, I don't want to be in reality. And I, it was taking you there. It was taking me there. Um, it made me feel good. Yeah, 
And I just, it, like I said, it took me away from reality and this, this dream world pretty much. Right. It was like the best thing ever. What was, when you did drugs, what was the one that just kept you, like the one that you would, if you could only choose one drug back then, what was it? Dr. Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dr. Pepper was good. I actually liked that for a while. I don't drink it as much now. I've, 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 been, I've been clean for about three, four months now. <laughs> yeah, actually. I've rarely even drink soda now. It's juice and water, man. I'm the same way. Juice and water, yep. Um, um, but if, yeah. you, if you had to do one, what was the one that you'd always go back to? <sighs> one that I would like, ecstasy. Okay. I like that one. Yeah. You know, well, drug of choice for a while was cocaine, but ecstasy is like a, a good one. It's a euphoric feeling. That one took you to your, your love. Yeah, it brings your, out all it your It brings empathy. love, all the emotion. It, yeah. It's a very emotional. It's called the love drug. Yeah, and that's one thing that, um, speaking of the you know clinical trials, that's something that the FDA is starting to do for PTSD. Yeah, for I've seen something about that over, over in Europe. Dude, as it's well. it's, it's advanced that. to like the stage two or three trials, so meaning it's getting to the point where they're they're like actually considering using it as a medical, um, you know, treatment to for, help people with I, PTSD. I heard, I heard like PTSD and like uh, for older people. Yeah, like uh, like. Going into their dying phase, so bad to say that, but put them in a euphoric state. Yeah, so they don't have to deal with the pain and anything. Well, some I read something about it. It can either prevent or like postpone down or not down syndrome, uh, Alzheimer's, Alzheimer's or something or like dementia. that. Dementia, yeah, dementia. That's that kind of stuff. Because essentially, what that does is um, when you take ecstasy, which is MDMA, basically yep. ecstasy is ecstasy is MDMA mixed with something else, some sort of stimulant, right? So whether it be cocaine. Yeah, it can be co right. heroin, cocaine. Yeah, yeah. MDMA something is, else. I can't remember what it stands for. Um, but yeah. I can't even, I don't even remember that one. You know, that's, it's something that's become really common um, in a lot of, you know, groups. Mm -hmm. Like, especially nowadays, like it's, it's something when you go to a club, it's, it's uncommon to see people that aren't taking it. Yeah. And the reason why they do it is because it's created the ability for them to experience like, I don't want to say nonstop joy and happiness, but when you're high on that, I mean, it's you're feeling great joy for a while, happiness. right? While yeah. you're taking it, you feel really good. Like, um, it's, it's a, it's, yeah, it's a crazy feeling. So I, I have another buddy who um, has struggled with depression big time. He's been on all kinds of of um, antidepressants, and I've seen him go through the zombie phase where he's like. The yeah. uppers are pulling him up and the downers are pulling him down. Yeah, so when you're up, you're good. When you're down, you're down. <laughs> yeah, but the problem like is literally. when it's working both ways on you, you're just like a zombie, like you said. Like mm -hmm. you, you don't feel anything. You're just a robot. Mm -hmm. um, and Mindless and, drone. Yeah. <laughs> and he talked to me about how he got off that stuff and he, he started like self-administering um, MDMA and the the experiences that he would have, like the both the good and the bad, he was pretty, pretty transparent with me. Um, talked about how... Once you, because it's basically like opening a floodgate of serotonin and dopamine when you take yeah. that. It's like everything it's, that your brain it. has, there You're it is. Getting it. But mm -hmm. that also means that it, it is a real substance and you can run out of it and your body has to produce more of it. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And your, um, your back will hurt the next day. Yeah. Like, your back will hurt? Yeah. Really? Uh, I remember coming down off the highs and your, it depletes like spinal fluid. Like hmm. um, acid, I think, did the same thing, but your back will hurt in the morning. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. I, I don't know too much on that, but right. I, I felt the bag. And I've, I've heard about it, but I didn't crawl into the research on it. So let me ask you this. After years of doing drugs, do you understand why they say drugs are bad? Yeah. I mean, do you, you, you know firsthand probably better than a the lot drugs of Drugs are bad. I mean, they can ruin your life because you'll spend and... <laughs> you'll spend all your money, right? You'll, you'll steal, rob. I never stole and robbed, right. but I've spent a lot of money on it. And 
you get desperate for you really, yeah, whatever it takes. To yeah, get I never was a dope fiend or nothing like right. that. Just to be clear on that, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you, I can see why it is bad. Right, I can just I can tell you that. Yeah, you know, I mean, <laughs> there's a reason why it brought you so much joy for so many years, but at the same time, you now know better and you're done. Yeah, with it. I grew up and I was like, I don't, I don't want to do that my whole life. Right, and then I just. Well, the long-term effects, they're not worth it, dude. Yeah, no, not. Um, I, mean, I rarely even drink now. I have a couple beers. I'm done. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. So you went through those crazy days. You went through the late teens and the 20s um, trying different things I, to find happiness. And with that drugs, I still, the, the whole drug thing, also I had more deaths. Um, while this is going on, like I was in a dark phase, um, the death of my father oh, in really? 2011. So wow. Yeah, and then my mother was in 2013. Oh, come on. The whole family. The whole family, whole immediate. Holy shit, man. I didn't know that. That <laughs> is. So. That's a lot. It's yeah. a lot. I know a lot of people, when I tell them that, they, they don't, they're like, what? Are you serious? They're like, you hold yourself so well. And it's, it ta- it's taken a lot to be able to hold myself. Dude, that's nuts. That's. Yeah. I'm like, I'm getting goosebumps over here. I'm having a hard time calculating. I lost my dad. Uh, in 2007, and that was like Marcus saw it. Like Marcus knew my dad. That was like a big deal for me. So to lose your mom and your siblings, and like, dude, that's wow. It's a. It's been a struggle, and I've I've had to look for. I had to confide in friends, and right. like you have to find your tribe. You have to find some of your family, and you potentially see that in everybody you meet. Well, yeah. on my end, I'll tell you that. that's how I see. I see family within anybody I meet, and where we go from there on a relationship, it just depends. You yeah, know, just whatever. So like I, I learn, I learn a lot from everybody I meet. It's for sure, absolutely. You know, I have and to. Everybody you meet, I don't care who they are. There's some bit of good that you can extract from yeah. them. And there's a reason they're crossing your path, right. even for five minutes. Yeah, you know. No, I agree with that. That's that's destiny, dude. It's fate. I'm a big believer in that. Call it what you want. Call it coincidence. Yeah. Call it, you know, uh, happens happenstance, happen chance, whatever it is. Uh, everything flows into your life for a reason, but where it really counts is what you do with that experience yes. and what you do with that knowledge, that information and that encounter. So I kind of want to turn this into a little bit of a, I know there's people that are listening that probably struggle with whether it be depression or somebody may have just lost a family member. Like life hits us hard all Very the time hard. and unexpectedly and it sucks. So let's talk about ways to cope with Obviously, these moments, this grief, this sadness, this anger, and talk about things that we can do physically to trigger uh, ourselves to get back on the path of happiness, which is where we all want to yeah, be. Yeah, we, we want happiness. Honestly, I, I started working out more. I lost 40 yeah. pounds. 40 pounds, yeah, really? about 40 pounds. I'm down 40 pounds. I'm looking good, actually, I think. You, dude, you yeah. are. Yeah. No, you're, you're fit. I think it's like so. you roll your sleeves up. <laughs> oh, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right there, yeah. just a little bitty. But you know what, though? <laughs> think about that. That's a recurring theme that we hear on this podcast all the time. We just had a podcast with a buddy of mine last week, Tanner um, Godfrey, who's a paraplegic. And he says, he's kept on saying over and over and over again, the main thing that brings him happiness is working out. Yeah. Because you know why? It's nice. I don't get to do it as much as I want, but. Yeah, but I'll any chance you there. get, you do it, dude. Yeah, um, definitely. So that's, that's obviously one thing that we always hammer home. Like, I, honestly, that would be my step one. If people are struggling with whatever it is, I don't care if it's a sickness, uh, depression, a sad experience in your life, one way to help first distract yourself from, you know, what's killing you right. or making you sad. And, Get outside, and be active. Be, yeah, go be not active. Not, not even just something. being in a gym working out. You can, yeah. Working out can be riding a bicycle. It can be jogging around your block. Yeah. I mean, anything. Is that some of the first stuff you started doing when you started coming off the drugs and started to like live a real life? 
Talk to me about that transition from not doing drugs to who you are today. Uh, that transition, honestly, it, it just happened. I can't, I can't even tell you why it happened. I just, was just, it like a decision stopped. one day? Uh, like cold turkey, it, just done. Pretty, pretty much. Like I didn't really, I, I don't, I don't even really know. Honestly, it just, I, I, I'm here now, right? And like, I just haven't touched anything. I don't have no desire to touch it. That's it's pretty, it's pretty crazy. So, did you, you have a job it. at this time? Like, or, uh, well, yeah, I've had jo- I had going right, through right, jobs and everything. Right. I actually was a, a a foreman and a general foreman for Disney World night shift construction at BBCC. Their wow. construction doing it was uh, union stuff. Yeah, that was pretty crazy. Yeah, I'm but sure. I, I was like, that was like coming off the whole drug thing. I think I was still doing cocaine then, right? And drinking heavily, partying yeah. all the weekends and ugh, craziness. Dude, that's that's <laughs> wild, man. And, and the crazy thing is, I think your story resonates with a lot more people than you might realize. Like a lot of people have either been through that, are going through that, or are going to go through that. They're going to experience that at some point. And and I know people that that I never thought in a million years would do drugs that have done drugs, and I'm like. Really? Like, what triggered that? How did that happen? Like, how do you get there? And like you said, I think a lot of times this stuff happens before you even know it. Yeah. You don't even realize it. It was just one of them, like, why not? I have nothing to do. Yeah. Whatever. It's just Just a small series of events that leads you to the point where you're doing, like, big, you're making big mistakes. Yes. Which is why, for me, beliefs are really important because beliefs allow me to, they, they, beliefs are what allow me to not go down that road of making the little mistakes because- um, there's, you know, growing up, going through, you know, high school and stuff like that. I probably, I, I, I did learn this later on in life, but I learned that my dad's dad, no, my grandpa's dad, um, was like a raging alcoholic. Like it was in his blood. Really? Like it's basically my dad told me, he's like, if you were to ever like taste a drop of, of liquor, which I never have. Um, cause he told me this at an early age. He's like, you will be an alcoholic. Just don't do it. Just don't touch it. Just know that that's, you have that's it. I've never have. No, good. good. I never you, have, man. never will. Because my dad told me like, you'll become an alcoholic if you touch it. Because it's just, that's, that's maybe it's in our DNA, whatever it is. You know what I mean? Um, Wired in. Yeah. And so, but luckily I was able to avoid that because I had beliefs early on that, you know, I was taught and I, and I taught myself that alcohol was not something that was good for me. Right. Um, and that, you know, that's what uh, we've, we learned that in our church, all, you know, Marcus hands and I are all LDS. We've, we learned something um, in our church. It's called the word of wisdom. Basically they teach you don't drink, don't smoke, don't uh, put harmful substances like drugs in your body. Right. And I mean, it alters you. Yeah. Dude, I mean, it, it, cha- it changes who you are. Yeah. And it really does. So, you know, growing up, I was, I, I think I was like lucky enough to be smart enough to understand like, okay, there's a lot of wisdom in this. So that's why they call it the word of wisdom. Like maybe I shouldn't take this stuff because a it's not good for me but b more seriously it could become a part of who i am yeah. like once you start when do you stop right like, you didn't know when the end of the no, I, I had no I, at all i didn't know when i would stop because i didn't i didn't think about stopping i didn't right. care you know like whatever let's just do it that's all i thought let's just do it and have a good time right and then just growing up i think just maturing i, I, I think it, it just happened i don't know it just happened so so quick and just maturing and understanding, okay, I don't like that part of this. I don't like that part of this. Right. And eventually I didn't touch anything. Yep. So going back to beliefs, uh, do you have any core beliefs that, you, you know, things that you know or feel or just like you you abide by under, you know, any circumstance? Um, I just 
I'm a, I just try to be a good person. I just believe just being a good person is pass it on. Yeah. Just do treat people like you want to be treated. Right. And that's how I, I, I live my life. And I, also with, you know, the, uh, the, the littering, right. um, like say, uh, six, a six pack of Coke or whatnot, the right. plastic rings. Yeah. A core belief of mine. Yeah. I pick one up every time I see it. And cut oh really? It. Yeah. That's awesome. Right. That's a, that's, I don't know. Cause the sea, the one goes to the ocean and stuff. Yeah. It must be the see. Florida resident talking. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's true. I, I mean, it. Marcus, what beliefs do you have? It. Like when you talk basic beliefs, like things that just they're programmed in you and you just, you're not going to change them. Uh, family. Yeah. Is big for me. Uh, obviously I was the first kind of out of our group to get married, but right. you know, living a good life, so that I'm the right person for my wife and my kids. That's strong for me. You right. know what I mean? You know, I think when a lot of people hear beliefs, they get like, you know, they kind of clam Ooh. up like, oh, you're talking religion. I'm not talking religion. No. I'm talking yeah. personal beliefs. And a belief is something, it's, it's, it's some sort of principle that you've told yourself is true. Right. And if you tell yourself it's true, if you go against it, you're lying to yourself and you're, you're creating that self-guilt and that self-doubt of, am I not capable of, you know, believing anything, which we don't talk a lot about our religious beliefs on the show, which for good reason, we don't need to be you know out cross lighting and preaching. But I did want to say if anyone out there ever has questions about it, yep. feel free to DM any about any of us about it on our, on our social medias. And we'll get back to you. Like I'm more than willing to talk about, you know, religious beliefs, but we've decided on this show that it's probably not something we're going to do, but we're more than willing to talk about it. Am I wrong? Am I right? No, you're, you're in fact, I was just talking to somebody about this yesterday, the day before I, avoid the topic of religion at, you know, all costs. But, um, I do want to do a podcast that basically gives us an opportunity to explain what Mormonism is because people have such a weird view to you. Who who are Mormons? What do they do? What do you know? Bring up my horns. I'm going to freak out, man. (laughs) What? (laughs) (laughs) Anything like, and trust me, we have thick skin. You cannot offend us. When you hear Mormon, what do you think? I honestly couldn't give you an honest answer. Bunch of weirdos really out know. in the mountains. I mean, Mormons, I actually think multiple wives. Yeah, exactly. That's, that, that's probably I mean, yeah, number multiple, one. I mean, I actually, I actually talked with Diesel Dave yesterday. Really? I believe. And we actually, he explained a little bit more. I, I didn't grasp all of it. Yeah. Of uh, how you guys and what you guys believe in. So, Damon, Damon, our painter, his what? wife, legit asked about my horns. <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm not even joking. Right, she right thought we had horns. Like, she thought we had horns. Yes. Really? So... Yeah, I, we That's are going to do a podcast, not necessarily to convert anybody to Mormonism, but just to explain like we're normal, we're people. normal people and right. what we, what we believe versus what the world believes see, that we believe. See, you guys are Mormon. Um, me just a touch. I don't believe in a God. Uh-huh. I believe I am a God. We yeah. are, we are gods ourselves and we, we, we have a control of our own destinies and just being a good person. You don't, you don't really need that. Right. But I mean, not to say, I mean, Practice what you want. No, dude, right? I, I love yeah, it. I don't, yeah. You know what I'm saying? The thing is, it That's doesn't, it. I'm less concerned about what you believe. It's like more spiritual energy. I'm more concerned about you having beliefs. Like right. if you don't have beliefs, dude, you're just going to get blown around by the wind wherever it goes, wherever it takes you, you're going to go. Yeah, for a long time. That's how I was. Yeah. I didn't didn't have a belief. Oh, there is no God. That was me. I, I wore a lot of, oh, we don't want to go too far in religion, but a lot of satanic shirts. I yeah. never believed in Satan because if right. you don't believe in a God, you can't believe in a Satan. Yeah, it's true. Like literally, it's true. But it was like, oh, I, there is no God. Whatever. Right. And now I'm more of a, just it's spiritual. Right. Just a, for the feeling and the energy. That's what I'm. I'm it's, into. It's growth, dude. You're yeah. growing. You're you're becoming more intellectual. You're becoming. You're 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 starting to access more of your brain than you were able to before. Right. And as you do that, 
all of a sudden you start understanding things better. You're going to start understanding like your purpose a little bit more. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like you, you now know, cause I can see it in your videos and your messages. You know what your purpose is. And the best part is every video you do, I see that you learn more about what that purpose is because you got so much conviction. If you haven't seen Josh's videos, follow big Viking 407 yeah. uh, on Instagram. <laughs> um, Pull them up right now while you're listening to this because you'll see the passion and the conviction that I'm talking about. Like, dude, you are literally, it's not made up. You're not doing it for anybody. I'm doing it for myself. But mainly. yourself. <laughs> you're doing I mean, it. I, 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 I have been leaning toward for other people as well. There's right. a couple on there. And just to try dude, to help out. I just want to help people. I want I want people to feel good. I want everybody to help each other. That's the beauty. It's like, of, a, it's of, like being a hippie. Yeah, dude. Like, I just want love and yep. peace, man. That's the beauty of personal development because as you develop yourself personally and you cultivate this, you know, inner being, all of a sudden people around you start to benefit from it. Right. Because you're, you're, you're like, uh, and you're, you're just, you're radiating this like happiness positive and, this, aura. and the positive aura. Exactly. And there's an energy to that, dude. Mm-hmm. You've been around negative that's people a, and you've been I'm, around positive people. Yep. Oh yeah. I've been around a lot of negative, a lot of positive. And you've seen who charges you and who drains you. Mm-hmm. So dude, I mean, we are all over the place right now and I'm happy. Oh, I'm glad <laughs> I'm really actually pumped on this because I think this all ties back to kind of a common theme um, that we'll be able to get to here towards the end. But I do want to catch one moment right now uh, as the, the first checklist, I don't know, I'm not going to say read the Spirit Molecule, Molecule book, but I am going to suggest if you want to learn more about um, why people uh, do drugs and certain drugs and plant medicines and stuff like that, it's, a, a, it's an interesting read. It's a very interesting read. Um, so I'm not going to I'm not gonna give that as a checklist item because there's some people that it just may not even apply to. But um, if it's something that you've always wanted to learn more about, like your brain having multiple layers and how to access those and what people have done and you know like why hippies go on these crazy trips and stuff like yep. that. Meditation can do that for you. Exactly. You don't, you don't need a, any type exactly. of drug or anything. And that's why, that's why I'm open to it. That's why I learn about it because I feel like I access different parts of myself every day when I relax and meditate. Mm-hmm. And I don't do it doing drugs. I do it because I'm able to access it personally. Hey, so Calm down everything in your life. So checklist item number one is going to be, um, I want you to stop. And this is kind of a big one. It's not... You know, normally when we give checklist items, we try to give things that are like very specific, like drink, you know, uh, a gallon of water a day or do this kind of stuff. Right. This one is a little bit more broad, but it's important because I don't think we take enough time to really analyze what we believe and figure out what what are our beliefs. So I want every listener to take a, a minute, either now or at the end of the podcast, and write down five things that you like really believe core beliefs, things that are just part of you that you know are true. Like mine would be, I believe in God. I 100% believe in God. I also believe in being a good person. Right. I believe in being a good person. I believe that killing is bad. So figure out what bad. those beliefs that's, that's are. That's on a moral compass right there. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, and, and try to stay away from like, if you already know the obvious ones, like I believe that killing is bad. I know I believe this, like, you know, the 10 commandments type of stuff. Right. If you already believe that stuff, dig a little deeper, find things that, you may have never said out loud, but you've always felt. Um, and I think you'll be shocked at, in fact, I'm going to do this personally. I'm, I'm thinking to myself right now, what do I <laughs> Bro, actually I can't believe get past in? one. It's family, because <laughs> Marcus said it. Yeah. 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 But, but you think about it, though. Yeah. Like, I believe what? I believe that, I mean, there's some crazy things that you believe because you've seen evidence. Like, I believe that tomorrow the sun's going to rise. Start thinking about the things that you believe, even obvious ones, but then go back and think why you believe them. Why do you believe that at the end of the day, it's going to be dark. 
well, because it's happened for the last however many yeah. years that you've been alive. So start mm-hmm. thinking a little bit deeper. Why do you believe that um, giving money to somebody or giving money or food or, or aid to somebody in need is a good thing? That's a harder one to think about. Yeah, it is actually. I mean, you want them to do better. You want them to do better, but you, you're but doing again, it for a reason. You believe- You're doing it because you believe that they, they need it more than you do at that moment. Right. So you start I thinking about- I do that about, a lot, actually. I give a so lot of money I, away. I'm guilty I, as well. I, I think about it and I'm like, well, okay, so they could be using that for drugs or alcohol or whatever. But then again, it's like, well, they could be using it to get food and they could actually not be telling a bullshit story to me about how their kids what, have got- What scripture is it? Uh, about five- Marone. So in the, in, the, in the Book of Mormon that we have, it's, it's like the, uh, you know, just a, it pairs with the Bible. In the Moroni that it talks about giving to somebody in need and not, not trying to assume- what it is that they're going to use the money for, or if they need it, I'll have to pull the scripture up. It's pretty cool, but it talks about giving without, without even thinking like right. about that kind of stuff, yeah. like, which, which to a certain extent you have to be careful with because downtown Salt Lake, for example, they, the mayor just came out with this big request. He said, please do not give money to the homeless people. And it's because they, they've turned it like a business down there. They've, they, they're, oh, like, they're, 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 they're hustling people like on every street corner It's turned into like an epidemic. But going back to what we believe, I give money, time, food, energy, resources, and aid to people in need because I truly believe that they need my help. But on a deeper level, I believe that that is reinforcing uh, my ability to care about other people. Meaning sometimes it's really easy to not care about other people. Sometimes it's easy to just care about- Yourself and be selfish. Myself and yourself and yourself. So I think about- why do I do these things? Well, sometimes I feel like it's the right thing to do. You actually you have a, you get a feeling from it. Right. It's that serotonin and the dopamine. But dude, it's it's like it's like any other muscle. You have to exercise it. Doing the right thing to and doing you, the right thing is a muscle. And if you don't exercise it regularly, you start to not do it. Yeah. And so for me, that's my belief. I believe that the more I do it, the better of a person I can become. And obviously, I do it because I I truly like to see the happiness that it creates. I like the smiles. But like thing, I like I like it. I really do. I was just saying uh, when you stepped away, Marcus. Um, I had to use the bathroom for those who uh, couldn't see what was going <laughs> on. Stinging. Checklist item number one: I'm giving people uh, the task to write down five things that they believe. And um, if you don't like, if you don't have like a deep understanding of what you believe, it's start with the basics. Like start with: Do you believe in God? Do you believe in miracles? Do you believe in ghosts? Do you believe that the sun's going to come up tomorrow? Whatever it is. But not only why you believe that, but follow it up with, or not only what you believe, but follow it up with why, why you, you believe, believe it. Yeah. Think about that though. Dude. So like the belief that Pennywise is the best band to ever I, I think that's an play opinion. together. That, that, uh, <laughs> no, that's a, that's a, that's yeah, a, you had that's it queued a belief. up. Yeah. Sorry. I had to work that in. Some not, point. I love to do it. Yeah. It's perfect. But I mean, dude, how often do we really sit down and analyze our beliefs? Never, Dude, no, how many no, of our never. how many of our belief sets are dusty and have been sitting on the top shelf for years? Yeah, no, I've been thinking about that. We've been doing a lot of like you know stuff to kind of strengthen our bodies, you know, right? And like get like you know in shape and get our minds right and stuff like that. But one thing that I think I've been lacking on is spirituality, right? So that's something I've been trying to work on personally. Yep. You know what I mean? And uh, try to uh, not only work my mind and my body, but try to get the spirituality side back up to par, you know? Josh, do you believe in faith? Fate or faith? Faith. Faith. Faith as in, um, what is it? The Believing in something faith. and not I, seeing it. Yeah. 
It's the reason why I believe in God, right? Right. You know, I, I feel like I've had multiple experiences in my life where the, it's been like, okay, God's real. Like, this is real for me. But if you've never had that experience, you just have to believe based off of a feeling and, and, they, and a hope. And it's going to happen and, and regardless. That, exactly. So, you know, um, when they talk about have faith, it means have like this just unwavering hope. So I feel like when you analyze your beliefs, it's important to know that there are going to be some things that you find that you believe that you don't know why you believe them. Well, guess what? That's, that's where faith. faith comes in. That's that's exactly what faith is. I mean, that's dude. When you when you when you when you boil it all down, there's going to be stuff in your life that are principles and guidelines and things that you just they're just part of you, and you won't understand why. Well, guess what? That's what it is. And if you have enough faith to be able to believe those things and understand what that is, then you have the ability to exercise that faith on bigger things. For example, as somebody who is, uh, you know just miserably depressed, somebody who's fighting, and I'm not talking about you, I'm talking about no, anybody, Some, somebody who struggles and fights depression every single day. You gotta have faith that it's going to get better. Exactly, but you have to address it first. Yeah, you have to, yeah, you have to address it where, where you're at. And, and why, you know, let's, let's go two streets. Street number one, well, I believe I'm gonna get better because, why? Well, most people who are depressed don't have the ability to say, because I've been better before or because I've overcome depression. Most people haven't. Right. And so you have no, like you have no actual physical things that have happened in your life that can tell you, Oh yeah, yeah, no, I know this is going to happen because it's happened before. Just like the sun came up yesterday morning and the, and the morning before that. Right. No, it's, you have to know that it's a good thing. It's something that you want and you just have to believe it's going to happen even though you've never experienced it. Yeah. You have to believe it a hundred percent. You have to know it in, so, your, in your soul. You have to feel it and know. I feel like that happened to you. At yeah. some point, you're probably just like, you know what? I don't want to be like I don't this wanna, anymore. Yeah, I don't want to be this person. This isn't who I am. Yeah. You know? Dude, that's, man, this is, I this got, is actually uh, opening my eyes to, I don't struggle with depression. I don't, I mean, I feel like I'm a, I feel like I'm, you know, on the right track in my own life, but dude, it's going to give me an opportunity to sit down and, and really think about what it is I believe, why I believe it. And then explore some of those opportunities to like really understand what my faith is and don't, don't use faith in just a religious term. It definitely apply it to your religion, but right. dude, apply it to every aspect of your life. Why do you go work out? Because I believe. Because you feel I'm, better yeah, in the I, moment. I, I feel better and I believe that I, I can, I can feel, be, feel are your, better. Are your, are your muscles getting bigger like right as you work out? Uh, a little bit. But I mean, not, not a, no, 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 no. They don't get, they, they, have, yeah, they're up. swollen, they're pumped, but, but they're you, not, you, uh, you, you yeah, believe not. and you have, you have the, you know, you can apply to something as simple as bodybuilding. Like I have faith that my muscles are going to build because right. I'm doing the but work. You have to, yeah. You have to have the dedication to right. do the work and then exactly. you'll see your results. Right. Dude, guys, uh, man, please, please, please do this because I'm going to do this. This is something I'm super pumped about. Um, and they talk about like deep thinking, you know what I mean? Like how often do we really get a chance to like get inside our own heads and start asking these questions? I am a pretty deep thinker. I overthink things. It's I'm, a lot. I'm definitely not a deep I'm thinker. I'm not. And this I, is, I, I, I ask why way too much. Yeah. Why? What is that? How do you think that's, that's helped or hurt you? It, it hurt me for a while because I lean towards conspiracies and stuff. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> why? It's what? true, dude. I've seen, let's go down this rabbit hole. Rebel. Yeah. Oh, endless, endless. Yeah, I I, th I call that being too smart for your own good. Um, sometimes yeah. I did a lot of uh, I educated myself a lot. Uh, fun fact. Yeah. Um, with the whole school thing, my what, my last grade completed was seventh grade. Dude, that's awesome. That's I say that's horrible. I say that's horrible. So go to school, kids, if you're listening. Yeah, I say that's awesome though because you're you're you've overcome. It just shows how much you've really overcome. 
Yeah, I did. Yeah, because I remember what I was learning in seventh grade. In fact, I remember very clearly. I I lost the seventh grade spelling bee because I spelled laser with a Z instead of an S. Yeah. And so I think about all the stuff <laughs> laser, that I've laser. that I've learned since so, then. And, did they not look it up in like the hood dictionary? Because laser pissed. with a Z is totally totally right. I don't know if I told the story in the last last podcast or not, but I don't think so. Look at all my businesses; they incorporate a Z like diesel sellers and all these different things that I've done. I try to throw the Z in there and that's a direct stab at me. That spelling bee? Yes, it is. Yeah. Dude, it nice. is hundred um, percent. Sticking it to your teachers. <laughs> yeah. Man. Yeah. That's it. So that's when I was talking with Rich about using the bike sellers logo when he said it, I'm like, dude, hell yeah, that per- that's fits perfectly. And it's actually, it's something that I've always tried to like, there's multiple brands that we've done here that have the Z. Um, and that's part of it. That's a fun fact for everybody. Listening. Yeah, it is. It is. It's, it goes all the way back. It's funny, dude, how many things that you experience in your life that you don't realize how they affect you until years later. And you're like, holy shit, that experience like rocked me. You know what I mean? Like, right. but you don't like you either move it to the side or you just pretend like it never happened or you say you'll deal with it later. And, uh, pretending it never happened doesn't work doesn't you have to keep it there dude it always surfaces yeah. like with the with the death man um a lot of people like to push it aside and they won't acknowledge it i've acknowledged it and you'll never get over death you'll never get over anybody dying yeah you just have to build from it and the pain okay so i have something i believe yeah. our pain our pain we all have the same pain it's the same feeling we have different struggles and in different instances different but the pain and the feeling is the same we all experience that right and we got to just keep going from that like you have to build you Dude, cannot let it bring you down man. speaking of beliefs um this will be this will be an interesting one for you i i'm at peace with my dad's death in fact i'm okay with it because i believe that i'll see him again right think about that think about what kind of difference and i'm not saying you have to believe that or not i'm just saying think about what kind of difference that would have on your life knowing that um, there's a potential to, to see those family members again and believing that. And it just changes the way you deal with it. I believe I'll feel, I'll feel their presence again, feel the energy yeah. that they put off as I was running. Cause everybody puts off their own energy. I, I feel like I will feel that again one day. What I would do if I were you then is start feeling how that would feel. Yeah. Meaning, meaning take, take a minute and, and actually try to experience those emotions. Close your eyes and picture your mom or your dad or your sister, or your grandma right next to you. How would you feel? Dude, I've had, I've done this a couple of times. You have the greatest like, feeling ever. Right? <laughs> and for and, me. And, and so as you start to feel it, then you start to live it and believe it and you just start moving your life in that direction. So that's why uh, I think people who obviously, um, certain religions who believe in an afterlife, um, I, it's, death is not, death is not the end for, no, for not me. not at all. And, and for a it's lot of people, for me either. it's an opportunity to, obviously it's gonna, you're gonna take a break and you're gonna miss that person. And you know, this life feels like forever. But um, it's not. Long it's it's not. It's just a drop in the bucket when you look at like the eternal, uh, you know, spectrum here. Yeah, the infinity. Yeah, <laughs> man, this is deep. This is this is this is good stuff. I, I it's what I love about um, you know having guests like you on is, like I said, I don't I don't usually prepare any sort of format. I just want to talk to you, figure out. Yeah, there was no format no, prepared. No, there's whatsoever. no format. I don't. I don't <laughs> have the, I mean, when I started first doing podcasts, I would write some down some questions, but I found that being able to just let this thing swing from like this lane to that lane to all over the place. It'll, it'll, it'll thread together as we've, as we wrap up the podcast and you'll find that there's kind of like a, there's a common thread here that, that we're talking about and we can usually kind of hammer home on that. And I think one of the big things that we're going to talk about here and kind of, you know, hang our hats on is beliefs. And because, you know, getting back to your story, when it comes to beliefs, 
you now do everything you do based off of believing that it's going to, I'm going to feel better. Exactly. You're going to find happiness. And so as a person who struggles, with you might not know how, right. But when the belief is there, it will happen. So you put yourself out there a lot, um, all over the internet, all over, you know, these different videos and stuff. Um, how does that help you? And how does that help people watching it? It helps me because I get it off my chest. You have right. to talk about it. Yeah. Like a lot of people don't talk about the problems. Yeah. And they don't know how to talk about it. Really. I just go sometimes like, I don't, I don't have a specific, well, sometimes I do have specific things I want to talk about, but most of the time it's just talking to you. Right. Um, yeah, I don't really know. And, and, you, and the same thing, like you don't prepare any sort of format. You I don't, just, I just go off the brain. Sometimes whatever. I don't post because I, I, I feel good and I just, I'm kind of busy also, right. but yeah. I feel well, like when you, when you did the video about about him, he had like what two hundred followers or something. I was, I, I, got, I know the number eight or nine hundred. Eight, yeah, eight hundred and sixty. Yeah, I remember. That's where you were at, <laughs> yeah. and now you're what ten thousand seven hundred or something like something that. Something like that. Yeah, five, something like that. Obviously, people people resonate with his message, right? Right. Yeah. That's um, it. I get a lot of messages of people talking to me with their problems, and there's a few people I talk to on the regular now, yeah. and they've they thank me so much that I've acknowledged them. I wish I could talk to every single person. I really do, but I just right. don't have the time. Yeah. Yeah, it hurts. It hurts not having the time to be able to talk to them because I want I want to help them. I want to just give words of advice, even just 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 littlest things can help them. I don't, I don't well, even dude, know. Just talk a little bit. It just goes to show how much of a big difference something small can make. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you putting these videos out there. That's sixty seconds of your time. It's not necessarily a full time job for you. No, but somebody, that sixty seconds can mean a lot, dude. For sure, it meant a lot to me. Obviously, enough for me to be like damn, like this is, this is meaningful. This is impactful and more people should see this. And I so, try to be honest and raw, man. That's, that's, that's yeah. me. I try to be authentic. I don't like to hide who I am. Right. Not anymore, man. I'm trying to no figure way. out, that's something that we teach all the time, obviously, um, is put yourself out there and just be you because the real version of you is the best version of you. Yeah, exactly. And that's the version that we're always like, so like either, you know, reluctant to show or we're like, we're trying to mask it with this other personality or this other behavior that we think people th- should think of us. That's bullshit, dude. Like, be you, mm-hmm. and you'll find that the people who be are, the person you are when you're by yourself, dude. That's that's. There's a lot to like, that. <laughs> there's a lot to that. You can one. judge exactly. the character of a man by what he does when nobody's looking. Yes. So, who are yeah. you when you're alone versus who are you to the world? Exactly. So, like watching surfing videos. That's fun. That's, that's perfect. Been, that's that's that been taking a lot of my time. That's who I expect you to be. That's that's who I know you are. Listening to Pennywise. Listening yeah, listen to Pennywise. Pennywise. Watching yep. surfing videos, making mashups of Red Hot Chili Peppers and Notorious B.I.G. I mean, dude, that's- New mix coming soon. I'm pumped on that, by the way. <laughs> but think about that. Like, people want to see the realest version of you. But are we really giving people that 100% like transparent look into our lives? The majority of the time, no. Rarely. No, people don't know. With that, that and, being said, have you, have you ever found yourself depressed- ever yes i feel like i have in fact i feel like um because when your dad died man i was like i was more worried about you but did you, you see a you, difference in him did no, you see no, something? no dude it didn't no. it didn't get me because no. that that it went was, back to my that beliefs. was what i was worried about you know it was dude, just you were he was calm the same it, it, cool. it, that goes back to my beliefs i just believe that it all was going to be okay that so, i was going to see him so again open and up and suffering. talk about the time you were depressed so i've i think when was this um, probably a year or so ago, I started getting what I kind of diagnosed myself with as seasonal depression. And, and I think a lot more people here get it 
than we realize. And it's, I don't think it's necessarily a chemical imbalance in my brains, but in the wintertime, I would find that as it got dark at 4.30, 5 o'clock, I could not shut myself down. Like, dude, I go, go, go. My brain doesn't shut down until 8 or, eight or 9 o'clock at night. But when I had to be locked indoors and it's dark and it's 5 o'clock and I'm like from 5 o'clock to 10 o'clock or 10.30 or 11 when I go to bed, dude, those four or five hours would drag on. Mm-hmm. And like, what do I do? Dude, yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't being a good dad. I wasn't really being a good husband because I was just like, I felt trapped. I felt like a bird in a cage. Um, and so I started to like, like, dude, I really wanted to know because I felt it. Like, I'm a happy guy. Right. I'm always pretty damn happy. And so when I noticed that I wasn't as happy as I normally was, I instantly went to work like, what the hell's going on? Like, what am I eating? What am I doing? Uh, you know, what supplements am I what's taking? Wrong? What is happening? Yeah, what's wrong with And you? everything that I, that I kind of like found was I looked at a pattern and I'm like, okay, well, I kind of felt this way last Christmas. Was it Christmas? Is it the holidays? No, I love Christmas. I love the holidays. I love, and I'm like, wait a minute. You know, Utah's weather gets really nasty in December, January. Right. And, I, and I found that kind of during that time, is when I really felt it the most, dude. Like I was really just feeling like, don't get me wrong, I'm not, I wasn't depressed. I was just, I would catch myself more irritable and more angry. He was angry. At these times. Angry is the word. But. That's big, that's a strong word. This yeah. year, this year, I, and, and I, I did this intentionally. I started digging into it. I'm like, okay, let's see what happens if I'm able to take myself out of that environment where, you know, it's dark at four o'clock and it's the inversion. The inversion is basically this, this cloud layer that settles on top of the Salt Lake Valley for like two months during the wintertime. And the air quality goes to shit and it's dark, gloomy, gray, nasty, cold, and just terrible. That like sounds like two months out of the year. Dude, it's horrible. It's like, it's like Boston. They have like a gloomy state. Yeah, kind of. exactly. I, and while I was there, it was... It wasn't too. You guys got good weather there when you were there, but I always heard the same thing about Seattle. Like, oh, you know, they say it's a high suicide rate because it's gloomy weather. And I think there's a direct correlation to weather and seasons to how you feel. So this year, I was lucky enough to be able to travel and and go out of state a bunch, back to Florida a bunch of times. Dude, every time I went to Florida, remember how happy I was? You're a great guy in Florida. Dude, think about- I appreciated you in Florida. Just called you a great guy. My wife and I had one of the best vacations of our marriage when we went to Tampa for the first Monster Jam. And and dude, there wasn't anything spectacular about it other than the fact that weather was good, the days stayed lighter a little bit longer. Everything just was like- it's nice. I started- Everything's nicer in Florida, man. I love Florida. He was happy. A lot of people don't like Florida. Dude, I love Florida. Well, Florida in the summertime is kind of like the opposite. It's like the Mojave Desert. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, Florida's got its, its, its- Pros and cons. There's a lot of quirky things about Florida, but right, true. Um, you know the area that we went. I found that I was as I was getting more sunshine because, dude, I'm an active guy. Like I have to be energized, and part of my energy comes from the sun. Is that vitamin D? You know what I mean? Like you have to get that. Um, I started finding that. Damn, the more I get of good weather, the more I get outside, the the more daylight I get, the happier I feel. Right. So, dude, I found that, and it was actually pretty cool to to, to discover it. And you'll see that I've gone out of town to sunny places a lot over the last couple of months. And it's for that reason. And that's the reason why I'm looking at houses in Florida for a place to get away in the wintertime. Like, dude, I'm, I'm, I come. Yeah, absolutely. I want everybody, dude, I want every, I talked to uh, my friend Paige. uh, She works at the store here. She's uh, she's worked for diesel sales for a long time. She was actually one Doesn't of the first. Doesn't she have a sister you know as well? I, I, okay, all right. All right. Yeah, fun, fun fact, I dated Paige's sister, which is how I know Paige. Um, things didn't work out with her sister and I a long time ago. She's um, a really nice person, the, though. One of the greatest. She's, like, yeah. She was always my favorite. Yes, yeah, she was. You guys got along really Nothing uh-huh. against you, Ashley. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, I think uh, a conversation came up one day where um, Paige and I were talking about something. I can't remember what, but we started talking about like, like, 
to seasonal depression for some reason. I don't know how it got, got brought up. Um, and she's like, yeah, no, it's a real thing. Like people, apparently people buy like lights. There's a light that you can buy for your house that gives you the same as the sun. It mimics sunlight. Uh, um, it's a, called a depression light. It's in Redbeard's office in my office. Does he have one? 100%. Really? Yep. We that's switched a, our bulbs over. Thing? I really need to that. I want to switch our bulbs. That's, I changed my bulbs. I to need blue to look sky. into that. I've noticed. guys. <laughs> no, but the, it's, it's a real thing. So it's, it's not, just, I kind of want to look into that. I want to, it's, it's not voodoo. Look up depression, depression light, light and it gives you a certain amount of like light and like rays. UVs. Dude. Yeah. Well, dude. Is it, is it UV? It give, yes. It yeah. gives you the, it gives you the, the, what daylight gives you, which is energy. And it gives you, have I, you ever heard of sun gazing? Yeah. Like staring into the sun. Yeah. I've never done it. They do it with like dark glasses. No, I've, I've, I've seen, I've heard in like a little bit of research I've done. You start like, say the, the sun's going down. It's like, you can see, you see the, the shape of the ball Yeah, and you look at it for five seconds, 10 seconds. And then over a period of time, you have to do it while the sun, you can't just look into the sky and look at the sun. No, don't do that. But people, it's very rare, obviously, but, um, they'll look into it and gradually go up. They'll do a couple weeks for five seconds each time, 10 seconds. They'll keep going up. And I don't know if it's true or not. I can't tell you if it is. But eventually, if you, you can stare at the sun for like 45 minutes at a time, and, you, and it takes, like, and it, it gives you so much, and it's energy. Yeah. It's like refueling you so you don't have to even eat as much. I don't know. It's hypothetical, I think. My eyes it's are all theory. burning just thinking about it's that. My mom's a liar. I'm going to practice with a disorder. <laughs> I'll set it my parents yeah. right now. It, it's pretty crazy stuff, though, honestly. But, dude, Marcus, I, this is a question for you. Yes. Uh, part of your life, a good part of your life, you were a night owl. You spent a lot of time out mm-hmm. at night, um, and you slept a lot during the day. Do you sucks, notice? Do you notice when you get an opportunity to be out in the sun more? I think you told me recently that you're starting to get up earlier. Six thirty. Why? Uh, trying to win the morning. I'm trying to you know, and, and and I'm in a position now where I'm not out as late anymore. So I'm right. trying to change my habits, but. Think yeah. about how how unhealthy that was for you, though. It was so pretty unhealthy, yeah. Because no, you were out sure. all night, sleeping through the prime hours of the morning and into the afternoon. And then there was sometimes on weekends where I would sleep three hours in like three days just because I had to work and get things done and push on to the next gig and set up the next gig and do that show and then tear it down into the morning. And then we would sleep in the truck driving to the next event, and I'd usually have to drive because I'd be the only one to trust, you know, driving with on no sleep. Right. So it was it was unhealthy for a lot of years, yeah. Yeah. Dude, that's, I, I mean, if you look back, you could probably now, understanding how this all works, well, not how all this all works, but having a better understanding, probably pinpoint some things and decisions and feelings that you had that like, damn, that was probably directly related to this. You yeah. Know what I mean? No, I'm, I'm feeling like the best I have in my, in, in my life, like physically right. and like mentally, you know what I mean? Like right. the mental clarity and, yeah. and I, I attribute it to the podcast and like better healthy habits and going to the gym, like I was never the gym guy. You no, know what I mean? No. And now... Dude, you were never the personal development guy. You were no, never the guy... I would make fun of everybody That's why I was. Yeah, so everybody yeah. knows. I think I've said this before. I was so terrified when Marcus said that. Let's do a podcast. You thought I was just going to talk dude, shit the I thought you were just going to come up here and make jokes about it the whole time. I'm like, dude... I mean, I throw out of jokes every now and then. But but you're actually... Dude, when I look I'm at you, engaged. you're taking notes and you're actually doing... Yeah. Like, do you have a drink soda for three or four months? Who the hell are you? I got a big old water bottle. You know what I mean? Dude, that's not the dude that I knew I three or four months ago. So if everybody... This is why I love using Marcus as an example. If everybody would just do 
what Marcus is doing. Like, you want me to share my testimony on this? Absolutely, I do. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, like, I, I tell people all the time, I get messages from people, hey, man, thanks, which is really cool. You know, I'm not anybody special or important, but I get, I, I, get, I get like 10 to 20 messages a day from people who because listen to the podcast. Because you're relatable, dude. You're a guy who's actually using the, like, it's obvious that you're doing yeah. these things. And people want to know more. And I was never that guy. I was always the guy that made fun of it and be like, dude, that's stupid. No, I don't need to do that. Oh, I don't need to do that. I'm fine. I'm, I'm great. I'm happy. And uh, over the past, I don't know, what did we start in December? Like, I just feel like laser focused. Like yeah. when getting up in the morning and like working out and then, you know, I throw on my classical music while I take a cold shower <laughs> and my day just freaking sings, man. I did, I did a year ago, you would have like not. I would have never done that. You, If you ever would have texted me, I would have given you a lot of grief. I, dude, I think I remember... You know? In the early days, dude, in fact, I think I remember me and Kenny at the old house watching The Secret and you came in with a girl and you just started like making fun of us. Yeah, You probably. just thought it was the doofiest thing in the world because yeah. you weren't ready for it. No. Obviously, you're in a position now where you're more open to it, you're ready for it. And dude, that's the thing. Like you have to realize if you're listening to this, it's never too late. Nope. No, I'm like, 35, man. Yeah. And you're hitting the, you're, you're just, I'm feeling now like I'm hitting my, I'm going starting surfing to hit your stride. for the first time yeah, this weekend. Dude. You know what I mean? And I, I've been, that's part of it. I've been training not, this may sound stupid to some people, but I made it in my mind, I'm going to be a surfer. I'm going to go surfing once it. a month. And Do I've it. been training shoulders and backs. And, and you know, some people are like, dude, you're 35. Dude, you live in Utah. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. well, why surfing? You know what I mean? And now I'm going on my first trip and... I mean, it's, it's, I'm going to do it yeah. and I'm feeling great. And my body's in shape and, uh, I'm, I'm stoked. You're doing it on the 30th, right? Yeah. That's yeah. it, man. I remember you following that. me? Oh, I'm over here. I, I'm oh, here. The yeah. I listen to the podcast yeah. here and there, man. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> that's, sure. that's why this has been, um, really fun for me because I'm learning things, uh, that I, I always knew. Well, not everything that we talk about are things that I knew, but things that I talk about here are things that. I've done in my own personal life that have helped me feel better, but I'm also learning things that like things that you've done guys that guys that we interview guys that I, you know, I've known for years, little things, little strategies that you do to win the day. Like, dude, Josh, you, you, or Thor, whatever we're going to call you, you hit the nail on the head when you said, sometimes you gotta, you gotta have that like battle with yourself every 10 seconds. You do. You have to recorrect yourself. But if you're doing it, like it's just a matter of doing it. Over yeah. and over and over and over again, and being repetitive with the good stuff. Yes, you spend a lot of years being repetitive with the bad with stuff, the, bad. the drugs, the yep. negativity, the sadness around people that didn't care about me. And now look at you, dude! Uh-huh. Like you're you're changing lives of a lot of people to the tune of ten, eleven thousand on your social media, which I guarantee you that number grows drastically over the next few years as you continue to put out that positive energy. You, and you know, I'm not I'm not even worried about the followers, man. I, I, I'm really not. Yeah. I like, I don't, I don't like a lot of people want, wants, want that. When I, when it happened, when you shouted me out or yeah. whatnot, I mean, it was crazy. It was good feeling, but I've never really been the one for that, you yeah. know? But guess what? It's, it's almost a burden that you have to bear at this point. Like that is something that it's part of you and right. what you're doing is so positive and you're, you're doing so much good that the universe wants you to share it. The universe wants you to give that, energy and that light to other people that may have been in your same shoes or may currently be struggling with things that you, right. that you struggled with. And, uh, I was actually talking to your friend, Ashley, and, um, I was telling her, Oh, what we were talking about. She had an actual podcast. She was on today as well. Oh really? Yeah. Um, but I, she just, she's telling me, you know, good luck with me being on here tonight. And, um, 
Uh, where was I going with this? I'm drawing a blank. Well, she's somebody who struggled. With- oh, I was telling her I was accepting to everything that's coming toward me. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm just going to accept it, and, uh, and you know, I can't wait for what the future holds, dude. It's like that. It's whatever it is. I'm going <laughs> to yes, just man, open yes, man, with with Jim Carrey. Oh yeah. Um, yep. And there is a lot of power in in just accepting. Obviously, do it within reason and yeah. be be accept. You know, be responsible about it. But um, everything that you're doing is obviously good. Like when you were doing drugs, 10,000 people weren't following you saying, Hey, teach me more about how happy you are. Like, yeah, right. No, you know what I mean? No, that's a that dark, was lonely n- place. Yeah. That was not, never a thought. I never thought I'd be sitting here doing anything like this period. Yeah, dude. I, like, honestly, I didn't three or four years ago either. <laughs> crazy. Like, yeah. It's, it's crazy how, as you grow, um, naturally people you, notice. You. Yeah. People, people notice, notice what, how you live your life and they're attracted to it. Yeah. And so if you're listening to this and you feel like, you know, even if you just want to like grow your own like personal circle of friends or your social circle or get better people in your life, you have to attract those people. Like you, you can't be a negative piece of shit yeah. and have positive people around you all That's day long. Right. Because guess what? You are who you hang out with. Dude, you're the, what do they say? You're the, you're the average of the top five people you hang around with. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of truth in that. So surround yourself with good people and it's basically called leveling up. It's a very you know common thing that people do. Um, and you know, sometimes it's even played out. People always say level up, level up. Well, dude, there's a reason why. Like, I didn't even know that actually I hashtag level up and I didn't even know that. Dude, level up. It's, it's, I mean, level you, it up or just gain a level. You're like um, upgrading your conscious. No, what do you want? Your, what do you evolve. want your average to be? Do you want to be the average of the top five people you hang around right now? No, I don't want to, I don't want to be the average. I want to be above. I want to excel. Well, then you need to, you need to, I need to upgrade yourself. that circle. Yeah, exactly. That, the only way you're going to be able to level up is by bringing another level to you. Right. And then learning what they do and all these things. Like right now, you're leveling up. You're around people actually. that are actively trying to better their lives. Right. That's, and that's why I love the podcast because we get the same opportunity. You know right. what I mean? Uh, because you, believe it or not, are somebody who's helping me level up because I'm learning things that you've done that have helped you become a better person and a happier person, things that I can actually implement in my life. And so I think, man, I'm, there's so I'm, many I'm actually items. glad that I'm doing that for hey, you, man. Dude, you, like, that, that's, that's <laughs> why I shared your thing. I didn't just share it because I thought it was fun and cool. I shared it because I'm like, damn, this guy's actually making me feel good in a way that I haven't felt in a while. And it's not like I was unhappy or sad. I was just like, he's, it's kind of crazy. A couple people came up to me and they're like, you know, he's never done anything like that. Yeah. I was going to say for him to post about you on his story is a big situation. Like it was, it was crazy. And I actually went back and looked and I seen it. I'm like, wow, I don't do that's different. (laughs) So when something like hands knows better than anything, he, he helps me manage my social media. Like, Hands is pulling teeth to get me to post things uh, sometimes, but when something it's biggest, it's our biggest argument. Yeah, <laughs> when I'm passionate wanna, about something, you guys want to hammer this out right now? No, yeah, let's go. Hands. I just feel like these guys need to hug or something. Who Thor and I? Yeah, no, no, uh, no, we, don't, don't ever. We're talking don't, all ever. emotional. No, we, dude, we hug it out every time I see this dude. Like I love, like <laughs> I, think I, I can be- count I, you and I's hugs on one hand. It's because you don't let Dang. people hug. You just freaked out when I touched your leg. He Bro, you rubbed hates. my leg. You freaked out you when I touched your leg. I'm accepting hugs now. Did Give you me know a hug. Checklist, I, checklist item number two. Checklist item number two. Learn how, if you don't give hugs very good, or if you are a good hugger. He's like quenched up. Come on, give, be, be accepting of the hug. I would have punched you before. Be accepting. You got to give him a hug back. <laughs> like, you know? this, that, that, that is a pretty good That's step good in the right start. direction. Right. Hands is getting a big bear heck. We'll leave it right there. No, honestly, guys, checklist number two, because just a hug can go a long ways, right? Yeah. Like you never know what kind of difference that can make. With can somebody. we add to that too? Yeah. Saying good morning. Yeah. I was at the airport today in Phoenix flying here and I made the effort. Like, you know, usually when you're walking past people, 
they just look at you and their eyes go to the ground. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to say good morning to everybody who passed me. So yeah. someone was past me. I'm like, hey, good morning. And it was just, you could see it change demeanors because it's like people don't expect that, but it's pleasant. You, know, you know what I mean? <laughs> I love that. You know what I hate about the English language uh. is in Spanish, there's the ability to casually and comfortably say good, good morning, good afternoon, and good night. Hey, wait. All the time. No, it's buenas noches, buenas tardes. Like when you walk into a room in, <laughs> hey, in yeah, hey, ways. That, that's I don't what, know if we should use that's, that. That's how I say hey, hello dude. to my guys here. Hey, dude. No, but dude, that language is so courteous that they've, they've designed a way that it's like, can you imagine walking into a restaurant uh, here and being like, good afternoon? You know what I mean? It's not natural. In yeah. our culture, it's not natural. Some people do, it and they're good with it, but right. uh, good evening. Like, if I was to say that, they'd be like, who's this guy looking hood Dude, telling you, me you good sa- afternoon? You sound like super proper. You sound like you're from the UK or something. Um, in, in Spanish, it's just natural. It's just buenas tardes, buenas noches, buenos dias. You have to say that when you yeah. greet anybody. And dude, it's it's so much, it's like, dude, it just takes the edge off. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so this, yeah. Dude, this sounds really generic and really Care Bear style, but just give more hugs. If you're a big hugger, give <laughs> no, more. I'm telling you, I've There's been accepting way more hugs. Recently. If, if you're, you're not a hugger, my what, what about a kiss? What about a kiss on the cheek? No, no. Would you accept my kiss on the cheek? We draw lines. I'm Italian, man. We draw lines. I'm Italian. We greet people with kisses. You know? No, we don't. We don't. I heard that kiss so clear in my headphones. Hands. No one kissed, by the way. No, that was just That was just sound effect. So check the side number two, guys. It's simple, and 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 I know that some of you probably roll your eyes when you hear these things, but we're telling you for a reason. It's all from personal experience like there these things that you that you do can bring so much joy maybe it's not to you right in that moment but maybe somebody else needs it they small no, things I'm, great things come to pass i'm not gonna lie i like i did hate hugs for a very long time and like my wife makes fun of me everyone makes fun of me like it's the ongoing joke at the shop to like uh, pretty much attack me to give me a hug right but like since marcus has been coming around i like give him the side hug yeah i'm a and hugger, at first huh? it was weird I was like, oh, I'll just do a little side hug thing. But now it's like, I, I don't know, I'm accepting it. And it Dude, does make a difference yeah. in the room. Like when you get into a room and if you're like so you're weirded out like by touching, you've changed my opinion on hugs. How about? Oh, oh, man, the no, no, no buttons. <laughs> well, Oh, oh no, here. No, I took off the air horn. Shoot. <laughs> I was going uh, for the air horn. I wish horn. you guys could have seen how rapidly he just hit the button thinking it was the right one. <laughs> you know really what? Awesome. How about we just how about we just change this whole number two to just greetings in general? Like yeah. I think sometimes we just you know who's good at this? Mike Fleming. Dude, Mike, th- th- for sure. Mike, if you're listening to this, he can walk into a room and I don't care if he knows you or doesn't know you, or if he knows the best part is when he knows you really, really well and still takes the time to say hello to everybody in the room. Like going surfing with Mike this weekend. It just makes a big difference being able to say hello, good morning, hi, how are you? Those types of things. Yeah, the how are you situation. I was in Costa Rica for over a month and um, they, it's like they're programmed kind of. Uh, They say, you say good morning. How are you? They they respond. They acknowledge you're saying good morning. They say I'm I'm good. How are and you? Yep. Like, I'm good. How are you? That's what I'm telling you. The Spanish That's nice. The Spanish language and the culture is designed like you can't speak Spanish properly without greeting somebody. Right. It's crazy. It In English, crazy. you can just get right to the point, and I think we have a tendency to do that. So slow it down a little bit. Like say Don't hello. Take it for granted. Get yeah. creative too. I on every phone call now, I get weirded out when I just say great thanks. I always try to like think of something different. Yeah. Be different. Yep. No, not, don't just say the same. Expand your vocabulary. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I love this. Like this, I needed this. To be very honest with you guys, I have a tendency to go so fast, and you guys know this, that are close to me. 
I'll get straight to the point because I ain't got time for. That's how, or you that's my mentality. Your, I'm straight to the point. Like yeah. uh, majority, I used to not talk a lot with people. Right. And when I did talk, it was direct. Yep. This is what I want. Do you have my answer or no? Just enough to get the point across. That's it. Yeah. And then once, so once I got my answer, I'm done. You got to, you got right, usually cool, get this thing done. of keeping your headphones in and looking at your phone and uh, just walking. Yeah. And so you got to start looking up and acknowledging however, people and saying hello. However, in my defense, hands, what happens if I don't do that? You get bombarded. It, it it's ridiculous. It really is my, ridiculous. My, de- my day gets like just stolen. smile and then keep walking. It's a joke. You know? Like like smile we do it as a joke. Yeah. Madagascar. Yeah, dude, the smile. I love that. That's one of my favorite. Honestly, what you just said, like smile and wave, boys. Man, it's when the penguins, those penguins, when are, the penguins awesome. are like in trouble or something. Like, dude, is one of my favorite <laughs> freaking lines. In fact, Ashley um, said something to me the other day. She was. Uh, somebody was making fun of her, being rude to her, and I just sent her the meme or the gif of smile and wave, boys. And she's like, this is perfect. Like, perfect it's so situation. perfect, dude, because it really is sometimes that's the solution. Just smile and wave. Yeah, got to keep um, it going. We're an hour and a half in right now, and I feel like we just barely really? got started. I, God, this, we're covering a lot. <laughs> All right. Um, and we're hitting, we're hitting so many basics, and I just, I, I hash this out, like I rehash this over and over again. Please do not overlook these simple things that we're telling you, right? I mean, yeah, dude, this is such critical stuff that, and it's so simple that as we say it, we're like, oh yeah, it's, you know, I, I knew that. I, that, I, I thought that, but so many times we take it for granted. We don't do this stuff. And, and make an effort to do it too. That's the difference. Don't think it's like, it's, oh man, that's not going to do anything. Cause like, honestly, my morning walking through the airport and saying hello to people, maybe it helps somebody else, but it did a lot for me. I right. felt good, you know? Yeah. And it's just a little look thing to change for, my day. So look out for yourself and it'll help people around you. Yeah. It, it'll, it'll make people feel good when you're helping yourself. It makes people feel good. It, it's kind of crazy on how that works. It's when you, karma, man. Yeah. When you feel good, people notice and they feel good that you feel good. If that makes sense. For sure. So um, originally <laughs> I wanted this podcast to be more ta- like tailored to people who actually battle with depression. That's not the way we're going with this right now. Um, I, obviously people who do struggle with that can learn a lot from you and your personality and some of the things that you do. Um, be sure to follow them on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, big Viking, big Viking 407. But more than anything, dude, this is this is for all of us because I think, like I said earlier, I, I'm not somebody who struggles with depression, but I did feel a difference, like in in my in the way I was feeling, right. and something was changing, and so be aware of that. I just want to let everybody know that they're not alone. Yeah, that's a big thing about depression. You feel very alone a lot of the times, which is why you do what you do. Yeah, and which I, is why <laughs> you will have a big following, even though you don't I did, want I, that. I, I you're not alone, and don't make a, a, a permanent decision. For a temporary problem, right? But I won't go far into that one. But well, there's 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 hotlines you can call. Yeah, there's exactly. all kinds of different things yeah. that you can do. I just I heard something really sad in the news yesterday that uh, the two survivors of the Parkland, uh, uh, Florida shooting, either two only survivors or two of the survivors, um, plus one of the dads from the Sandy Hook shooting, all last week uh, took their own lives. Um, and really? they were they were all victims or somebody who'd been affected directly by one right. of those shootings. And, and it was all within like a week that they had all taken their lives. And so, um, you know, that stuff, it sneaks up on you before you like, it, sometimes it, it's too late. You know what I mean? Don't let it get too late. Yeah. No, Catch it. Like, re, like you said, what do you call it? Recorrect? Yeah. Recorrect. Rewire yourself. I call it course correcting. So if you catch yourself going that direction of thinking unhappy thoughts or allowing 
um, negativity to stay longer than necessary because I think we do need to experience negativity. We do need to experience yeah. sadness. We do need to experience anger. And it's okay to feel down. It's it okay is. to be mad. It's okay to yell. It's okay to do all of that. All you you are allowed to feel emotion. Yep. Don't stay stuck in your emotions. But it's more important to allow yourself to pull yourself out of that. Right. Don't because I think it can be addicting sometimes. People get hooked on that feeling of like drama, you know what I mean? The sadness, the anger, like people, people thrive on that sometimes and it doesn't do anybody any good. So allow yourself to feel that sadness. Like when my dad died, I allowed myself to feel sad. Um, I dealt with it and then I, I, I pulled myself out of it. Um, everybody in my family did the same thing. My mom, like that was, dude, that was my mom's freaking, my mom's like dude for however, I can't remember how many years they were married, but like, that's a big deal for her to lose. Like yeah. they were best, best friends. They of had a course. great marriage. And so, uh, watching her, uh, overcome that knowing like how big of a, of a piece of her life he was for me, it was like, well, she can do it. I can do it. Right. You know what I mean? And, and but that uh, made you feel good that she actually overcame that. Right. And had she not, I, I, I would have had a much harder time with it. Yeah. So you Shout don't out realize. to your mom. Yeah. For mom, real, man. My mom's a badass. My mom was like, <laughs> she let me move in. When, <laughs> dude, she's, yeah. You know, she mom, raised Mama you. Sparks, like anybody who supported my company from the beginning, like my mom and I shipped your order out of her basement. And, nice. and man, she's traveling the world and she hasn't stopped living life. You know right. what I mean? Yep. Good for her, man. People That's like awesome. my mom, people like you, uh, Thor, that you have an indirect influence is, is basically the, the best way to put it. My mom's was more of a direct influence because she's my mom. Right. But you had an indirect influence on me because we weren't really boys when I saw your stuff, but what I saw made me happy, and that's why I shared it. And obviously, instantly, 10,000 other people were like, yeah, I feel the same way. And so be aware of your indirect influence and start to use it, exercise that muscle, realize that people are watching, they're, they're following and people do, they like you, you might not even realize the amount of people. In fact, I know you don't realize, I don't realize the amount of people that are influenced by the things that I do and say. So I just have to know that my influence is is going for the right cause. Exactly. And what am I, how am I influencing these people? Yeah. Am I using, like God gave me a platform, the social media platform that I have. I'm very confident he gave it to me for a reason because he wants me to use to it to, for good. Yeah. And he doesn't want me, he, he didn't give it to me so that I could just, you know, run a business or whatever it is. He gave it to me. And that's why philanthropy is such a big part of what I do because I know that uh, God gave me that platform to be able to share messages that I feel are positive. And that's why you won't see me post stuff on there. That's like negative or controversial right? because there's no, there's no room for that there. I got, I'm no, dude, no. I'm overflowing with positivity just like you are on your page. Like keep it going. Yeah. I try. I don't, I don't try to put negative stuff. I mean, you see me crying in a couple of posts. It's, it's that's, that's a different. That's, yeah, that's that's a totally you're different showing thing. people what it's yeah. like yep. to, to go through this stuff and like feel dude, it's okay to feel. Like that's just a perfectly guess, normal yeah. thing. Emotions. Um, emotions. Man, so we've got checklist item number number one, which is uh, write down five of your beliefs and really dig into them and, and ask yourself why you believe them. Um, number two is work on your greetings, whether they be just, you know, hello, hey, how are you? With an emphasis on physical greetings, whether it be a handshake or a hug, you're better at it. Hands. Listen. Work on it. I, Hands is getting better. You got this. We got your back. better. Right? There's uh, improvements for all of us. No, dude, I'll give you that. Uh, here's another yeah, one that I want to add to the list, which is um, kind of shifting gears a little bit. And we've talked about sleep and the importance of sleep a lot lately. One thing that I started doing recently, and uh, I can't tell you I'm an expert on it because I've only recently been doing it, but dude, it is like changing the game for me. I only allow myself eight hours of sleep. No more, no less. 
So if I go to bed at 11, my alarm is set and I'm up out of the bed, no matter what at seven o'clock, if I go to bed at nine o'clock, which I don't think I ever do, um, I'm up at whatever the math is there at five o'clock. And it's just, dude, I'm telling you and figure out what your body needs. You may need more or less than eight. I had us down to a science. I think I worked, I, I worked better between, I think, six and seven and a half hours. So, exactly. And if eight hours would be too much, and then obviously too less. Dude, I, so I was finding myself getting too much sleep a lot of the time. Yeah, it makes you groggy. It makes you groggy. Yeah. And dude, when you're groggy, your whole day is it's just gone. Blah. You like, cannot shake it. Yeah. So I found myself, in fact, I found myself getting like between eight and a half and nine hours of sleep some night, which I justified thinking I work hard, I go hard, I need that rest. Um, and I you know, over the last year or so, I'd find days where I'm just like, Ugh, I'm groggy. I cannot shake this. What's wrong? So I looked back like I did, uh, like I do with some of the things where I try to like pinpoint what's going on in my life. And I realized that the days that I was feeling like that were the days that I slept more than eight hours. Right. So over the last little while, I said, okay, what's that magic number? I want to throw eight out there. And luckily on my first try, that was the right number. My body is pumped on eight hours of sleep. Figure out what that number is. Yeah, I'm getting around seven. Stick Majority to it, of the time. Sometimes I don't, but yeah, definitely stick to a good sleep schedule. Thinking like sure. 14, 15. I'm going to use this. <laughs> I mean, it's, I mean, it feels. I'm to work late now. <laughs> no, you have to go to bed earlier. My body, like, <laughs> no, to, I, it won't work. You have to go way. to bed earlier. Yeah. yeah, I mean, obviously, you have to figure out a way to make this work with your career and your schedule and everything. And yeah. I know a lot of guys, you know, rough dudes are up at 4 a.m., like headed to the job site. That's a real thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you got to go to bed earlier. Like, okay. just. Figure it out. That's figure it, out a way yeah. to do it, um, and uh, just get them get the optimal amount of sleep. But do not waver. I'm talking. Don't don't sleep in five minutes past what you're supposed to sleep. You have to jump up. Yeah, you, you recently. Look, I won't even lie. I've been hitting the alarm. Dude, hitting, put your snooze, put your man. phone ten feet away from you. That's what I started doing. Yeah, because I think I probably need to. When you, I, I got. <laughs> yeah, I think so, dude. When you're your own boss, it's even like. Especially when the business finally starts doing well, it's really easy. Then you sometimes feel like you can have that relaxed like, moment. Bam! I've earned this. Hit that snooze button. It's like it's even, dude. It's even more dangerous when you're successful. I bet when you're hungry and you got no money, like you got to get your ass out of bed. Oh, yeah. But when right. you're successful, I've, I say this all the time. Some of the biggest problems I've had in my life—not problems, but biggest challenges—have been because I became successful. I'm like, damn! I didn't realize that having you know money or resources or success would create this issue and you have to deal with it and you learn how to work through it. But, um, they're just, you know, bigger and different problems than, than what you used Look, to have. Yeah, thinking about that, I can see where that could it's, be a dude, big it's, issue. Trust me, trust me. They, oh, yeah. it, the problems, <laughs> I, I can't remember what the saying is. Um, I, I dude, my quotes more money, on this more podcast. In, yeah. You've been crushing it. You've <laughs> my been my crushing quotes it. on this podcast <laughs> in general are horrible. So, I, but the, the general idea that I try to get across is, is what I hear. And that is, uh, when you become, successful and you make money your problems just get bigger like that's basically it was the notorious big and he said mo problems no or more money money, more more problems problems. there's a lot of truth in that dude i remember specifically when i was like 11 12 years old i heard that song i'm like these guys are idiots what are they talking about Mm -hmm. that's they're absolutely wrong mo money means mo happiness Dude, more money, more problems. That's it. Uh, money is a tool. Yeah. <laughs> How do you use it? Exactly. Yeah. Don't so, you ever call those guys idiots. <laughs> yeah, no, my bad. <laughs> RIP. Um, checklist item number three then is going to be figure out what your optimal amount of sleep is and um, stick to it no matter what. And I think the average adult needs between, what, seven and nine hours of sleep, something like that. Something like that. Um, so figure out what your number is. Figure out your sleep number and not the mattress. Um, and Dude, no matter what, I don't care if you went to bed at 4 a.m. Like you have to, unless like dire circumstances or like travel or whatever it is, but more more often than not, hit that number on the money and dude, your body will thank you. Mine is, I've, I, don't, I don't think I've ever felt this good in my life. 
I think, think when I actually that. practice that. I've never felt this this like clear, this energetic, and this more this on like on task than I have right now. Are you stoked? I'm so, dude, look at me. I know. Look how passionate Full I am of, about this. Of, you know, ball dude, of energy. The, the, the reason why I'm passionate about this is because it's actually working. I feel like I just like uncovered like the the you know, holy grail or like the open Pandora's box kind of in a sense. I, I don't know what's in there, but if it yeah. I open it, something's good. It's then, open. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so Thor, uh, we've got three checklist items which are all pretty good. Is there anything else that you want to give people like just a, a tool or an exercise or a thing that they can do right now to help them feel better, live better, be better, make a better influence, whatever it is? Quit using the word try and just do. I like that. Trying means there's doubt. Yeah, I'm trying to do this. Do or do not. There is no try. I Don't quote anything right now. I'm gonna <laughs> no, stop you got that one. That was right on the head. Do or do not. do or do not. There is no try. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's not. It doesn't sound right. It's just it feels Nike. right. Just do it. No, yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> there is do or do not. There is no try. That's it. Do I'm no. writing this down. I'm looking it up. Yeah, or I think that's it. Do not. There is. But no. yeah, that that try it it it, it, me, it leaves room for doubt and thinking that it might not happen. Hey, can you come to my uh, party later? I'll try. Hey, can you, can you, can you? It's an easy out. It do dude, it's a really it. easy out. It was Yoda. Yeah, Yoda said that. Yeah. Yoda? Pull it up on Google. So, thanks <sighs> a lot, I feel like Yoda. there's going to be a lot of pissed off uh, mm. Star Wars fans that are like, yeah, dumbasses, that's Yoda. Not, not trying to, not <laughs> hey, trying to, to well, I love, I love Star, Star Wars because I, I literally have a Star Wars watch. And yes, Vader you do. Right Look there. at that, dude. That's, that's, yeah, <laughs> and even you didn't catch it, so that's good. That, yeah, exactly. So we're Star doing Wars all right here. Okay, then. <laughs> um, but definitely, just do. Know for a fact. Don't don't try. Yeah, don't try to be better. Be better. And that's kind of a general, broad statement. But to break it down, um, be more of a yes man, just like you said earlier. Be more of a yes man, but start with like it's it's not easy to go from not being great to being great. It's like that's a very difficult thing to do. So start with these little things. That's, this is the whole purpose of the podcast is to start doing these little or smaller like things. And then all of a sudden you're like, holy shit, I just picked up 40 really good habits. Marcus, think I, about all the habits you have now yeah. that you've incrementally added. Had I given you every single one of these items- I would have never done them. Day one. Yeah. Nobody would do it. Mm-mm. Nobody would do these things. You right. have to add like daily. And that's why this podcast has been so helpful for all of us and hopefully for the listeners. And I think it has because obviously it's been wildly I got, successful. I got something else. Um, I forgot who it was, but make your bed in the morning. That's one Jump of our, up. that's one of our checklist one items. Yeah. yeah. That's, that was episode like two, two three, yeah, yeah. with tank machine. Okay. And, and you're right. There's a lot of power in that because what that does is a sense of accomplishment right off the yep. first thing in the morning. Get that it's ball so rolling. Nice. First yep. thing. Um, I love it. Anything else guys? Man, we've, we, we have been Everywhere. all over the place, <laughs> and I love it. That's why we have this loose format. Um, if we lost you, I apologize. Um, I, and honestly, if you did get lost, I suggest you go back and listen to this and take this wild ride with us that we just went on because um, even though it was scattered and all over the place, it's hugely beneficial. Informers. And informative. if you really give it a shot, what do we got there? More money, more problems. See? Mm, look at him. That's what's up. <laughs> Sorry, I was going to slowly bring it in. Hey, you know? speaking of, um, did you watch? Yeah, they're still alive. Okay, well, hold on. <laughs> they're still alive. Yeah, of course <laughs> I watched saying, it. You're, you're, saying, of, you're saying Biggie and Tupac are still alive. Of course, they're hanging out together on an island. So that's what you got from Kale. that show? No, I didn't. They're not alive. They're did you watch? Dead. I watched it? it. What's it called? Uh, 
It's un- a Netflix show. Un- Unsolved. Unsolved, yeah. Have you seen that? Yeah. No. It's a show on Netflix. Pretty good. It's about, it's it's like eight or 10 episodes all about the Biggie and Tupac huh. uh, murders. And it's it's not a documentary. It's actually like a, like a series. Like a series. <laughs> and you, you, get a, like, you get to know the characters. They recreate what happened. Crazy, dude. Super cool. What stuff. I got from it is just be straightforward, people. I think their relationship would have been much better if they didn't, if they would have actually just talked. Oh, dude. And if they didn't send each other diss tracks. Well, all of it. Biggie wanted nothing to do with it at first. Yeah. Biggie was like, well, well hold on. Like, I'm not trying to have like a problem with yeah. you. And, and uh, Tupac at the aggression of um, Suge Knight yeah. basically was kind of forced to like hate him. And then all of a sudden they were like kind of forced to hate each other. It was so bizarre. Mm. And that dude, it's, I mean, obviously you can use Tupac and Biggie for a million of different, different like, scenarios. like scenarios, but it, it boils down to, like you said, communication yeah. is key. It's key. It really is. hundred <laughs> percent. Um, guys, thank you for joining us. This has been Thor, dude. Thank you. Like, no, thank what, you, what, a, what a freaking pleasure to have you out here. There you go. <laughs> Round of applause for Thor. Um, like I said, you can find him big Viking four Oh seven on Instagram. And, uh, he doesn't have like a course or like a book or a business model or anything behind what he does. He's just a dude out there spreading happiness and joy. And dude, I'm stoked to see what comes like over the next however long, like with what you're doing. There's going to be better things for me. Bigger, better. I'm going to go better. I don't know how, and it doesn't matter how. You believe it's going to happen. That's one of your core beliefs. Yeah. You believe no matter what that you are destined for greatness. I believed uh, when I was younger, I was going to travel. Yeah. Look what I do now. Dude, you're on the road every weekend. So there's a, that's, there's that, but there's a lot of power in that dude. Like your beliefs, like whether they do it right now or two or 10 or 20 years from now, they, 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 they drive you. Yeah. They put they you do. in certain you know positions and circumstances. So to recap, check this item. Number one beliefs, figure out what they are, write down your five, um, core beliefs and try to avoid the obvious ones. If you can, if you can't, it's okay to talk about the obvious ones, uh, because this will be a good exercise in learning how and why you believe things. And it'll also teach you a lot about your faith, your personal faith and why, uh, you believe things that you don't necessarily know why you believe a lot of power in that guys. Think about that. Number two, work on your greetings, figure out how to give people hugs, figure out how to give handshakes, high fives, good mornings, good afternoons, good evenings, work on it, expand your vocabulary, say things other than good morning. You know what I mean? Like dig into that and figure out a way to just like make your greetings memorable. When people see you and hear you and come across you, like something that's you make them remember you. So that's big. Um, number three, figure out your sleep schedule, figure out the optimal amount of sleep that you've, that you need and stick to that. Like, like, like unwavering. If it's seven hours that you need eight hours, mine personal numbers, eight hours, stick to it. Do not let anything interrupt that unless obviously major life events, travel, that kind of stuff. Um, but do it more often than not. And you will like become dialed in. Like I feel dialed in right now. And I, I'm going to practice that more. Dude, sure. I, I, I have that to think. And number four is do or do not. There is no try. And that basically applies exactly to this list. Don't try to get more sleep or less sleep or whatever it is. Don't try to fix your sleep schedule. Do it. Don't try exactly. to say good morning Just better. Just start doing it and do it repeatedly and don't just do it for a day or two or three or four. You have to be consistent. Dude, consistency do. is everything yep. because you can't Very much so. create a habit until you do things consistently. Once so what it is it, 21 habit, days? Yeah, something yeah, like that. 21 days. Oh, dude, right. this has been great. Thor, thank you. Um, thanks, Marcus Hands, for joining us. Thank and you uh, This was a wild first podcast for me. <laughs> it's been an emotional. It was a wild one for me too. We've talked about it all. Is your first one? Yeah. He, he joined in. I just, yeah, I just hang go. out. Yeah, the background. There we go. Dude, you guys both, like, you don't realize, like, you think when you listen to podcasts, you got to hear, like, professionals, like, going over things. Horseshit, dude. 
the best podcasts are from people that are just like you and me. Making it happen. Yeah. Do it. All right, guys. Thanks for joining us. Hey, uh, also, Heavy Academy coming up uh, May 3rd and 4th in Las Vegas. You can go to theheavyacademy.com to get tickets, get registered. It is going to be like life changing for you. If you have a business or you, or you want to further your career, whatever it is, go to the heavy Academy. We've only got a hundred seats available, uh, for new guests. It, uh, everybody who came to the first one, I guarantee you they're all coming back to the second one. In fact, they've all told me and they've all already started to register. So it's working. Uh, it's working. It's powerful. And we'll see you guys in Vegas. Double up, real player man, it's a bet, lay it down. Niggas didn't know me 91, bet they know me now. I'm the young Harlem.